Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 16 by George DeBuilder Chapter 30 Asterisk second week of November the year was blazing by and though it seemed chaotic, everyone had found their groove. My lover Brit and her two besties, Gina and Kate, were fully ensconced at the university, bearing down the home stretch and looking forward to the end of the fall semester and the winter break. All three of my comely roommates were excited about heading back east to be with their families for Christmas, and they continued to badger me to tag along. Work for me, and I'm somewhat embarrassed to call it work as I enjoy it so much. Well, it couldn't be going any better. I'm pretty much booked into February of next year, and I've actually had to turn away some jobs. Thankfully the work is varied, everything from portraits and family shoots to the commercial side, with a couple more calendars on the books. I've been shooting a lot of product stills for websites and printed catalogs and such. I've also gotten some inquiries from a couple other television stations after those that I'd shot earlier for another station began to air. Those were simple portraits that I then blended with background shots from around the city and were used as promotional pieces and even in some of the stills they did for lead-ins to the various news programs. So there we were, Brit and I enjoying a quiet Saturday morning eating breakfast at the kitchen island. Hey baby, she said, obscenely taking a bite off a banana. Yeah, lover? I forgot to tell you, but Margot called yesterday about another shoot, she said, her tongue taking a sexy swipe over her lips. Ah, Margot, Margot. I stalled, feigning ignorance on who Margot was. Yeah, nice try there, Studley. She chirked, giving me a snarky grin. You know good and well who Margot is and she sounded just as intriguing over the phone as you said she was in person. Oh, that Margot, from the TV station, I said along with a head slap for emphasis. You're so full of it. She laughed, taking another bite off the phallic fruit. Anyway, we talked for quite a while and I think I really like her. She was calling because she is interested in putting together some kind of portfolio. Seems like she has had some inquiries lately about doing some modeling. She said it all started after the shots you took of her for the news program, but I think she's just trying to butter you up. Britt paused and took a sip of coffee and gave me that questioning-slash-accusing look, you know, the one with the one raised eyebrow. Yeah, okay. Holding up my hands up in surrender. She did seem pretty flirty, but like I said before, I didn't instigate anything. I'm completely innocent. Yeah, yeah. She snorted as she reached for her coffee. You could have played that innocent card before we met but I know better now. She winked before taking a sip. Anyway, I told her that we probably couldn't schedule anything until after the new year, and she was okay with that. Well, I said, looking down at my plate, stirring around the bit of egg I had left. I could probably do her. I mean, I could probably slip her in. Well, shit, you know, I could probably shoot her while you guys are gone. Fat chance, buddy. She laughed, standing up and grabbing her plate and heading toward the sink. She rinsed off the plate and the turned toward me, wiping her hands on a towel. I trust you, baby, but I'm not so sure I trust her. I kind of got a vibe over the phone. She hung the towel on the rack and walked up behind me, pressing her boobs into my back and reaching around me to hug me, her hands wandering over my pecs and nibbling on my ear. 
Oh, really? And what kind of vibe was that? I asked as I reached back and ran my hand over the back of her thigh, playing with the cuff on her short shorts. Well, she purred in my ear. She tried to make it sound businesslike, but there were some personal things mixed in and her voice would change when she strayed. There's no doubt in my mind that she finds you interesting, but I think her interests may be broader than that. Really? I said softly as my hand found its way under the leg of her shorts and cradled her perfect but cheek. She shifted sideways enough to give me a better grip and purred louder. Yes, she said softly, her hand under my shirt, her fingers teasing my nipples. She asked me if I sometimes helped you with the shoots and when I answered yes, well, she quickly asked if I would be there when she came in for her portfolio shots. I told her I could probably arrange to be there, and she said that she would like that as she was kind of nervous and all because she'd want a variety of shots. It was cute because then you could hear her get all shy and stuff and she said that she wasn't sure how comfortable she'd be posing in a swimsuit. Britt tugged on my earlobe with her teeth as she tortured my nipples. I'd had about enough of the teasing and quickly spun and had a surprised blonde in my lap. I took her lips with mine and we kissed, our tongues intertwined as my hands now skirted under her tight top until I found an excited nipple. She squirmed in my lap, moaning into our kiss until I had to come up for air. So, we both know she's not shy. I told you about her changing her tops in front of me. Her back was always to me, but it was a really nice back. Britt took a nip at my nose and I quickly tweaked a nipple which brought her up short, biting her lip instead, eyes closed as I played. I rolled her taut nips between my thumbs and index fingers and she ground her ass into my lap. There's a direct connection between my lover's nipples and her pussy, which was surely wet now. And you don't think I could resist a woman if she came on to me? I gave a little tug and she moaned louder her eyes shut so tight, her forehead wrinkled. She shifted in my lap, trying to straddle my thigh as I nuzzled her neck with my stubble-covered chin. I could feel the heat on my bare thigh as she straddled my leg with her back to me, leaning forwarded, trying to get some bearing on her anxious sex. I held her by the tits now as she kicked her legs, trying to rock on my thigh. It had to have been a sight, like a dog humping your leg and I quickly told myself not to relate that little vision to her later. Shit baby. She moaned, getting a foothold on the barstool leg. Between her hands on my knees and her bare foot on the chair leg, she had found her rhythm and the only thing to keep her from falling on her nose was my grip on her breasts. I thumbed her erect nipples, feeling her wetness on my leg soaking through the crotch of her shorts. I decided a little tease would put her over the edge. You're probably right, baby. I got the feeling that Margot would have stayed and fucked me if the sports guy hadn't shown up. Britt moaned in reply as I continued. I probably would have let her too. I get the sense that she pretty much gets whatever she wants. She has a great figure from what I could see, and a nice rack. Giving her nipples a little twist which elicited another low moan. Her butt was shapely. I continued. It looked good and firm and she has long legs. I could see them because of the tight pants she wore. Real tight. More moaning. I'll bet she gives good head too. Full lips and very soft too. And then ghghh. My horny blonde groaned. It sounded like a question. Oh, I didn't tell you that Margot kissed me? Hmm. Tweaking her nipples once more. Yeah, she's a good kisser, talented tongue too. Britt growled now but never broke stride. I wonder if she shaves her pussy? I queried and Britt moaned once more, the pace picked up. I'll bet she just has a landing strip. I kept up. A soft curly patch just above her plump pussy. Hmm. I wonder what Norwegian pussy tastes like. I bet it's sweet, like butterscotch. Evidently Brit likes butterscotch. Oh God! She cried as her body tensed and shook, 
her orgasm taking control of her. I held on tight, careful not to move her from her perch until she was spent. Only then did I pull her back to my chest and hugged her. Nibbles at her ear sent small shockwaves through her until she let out a final big sigh. You okay, baby? Couldn't be better, baby. She purred. Hey, do you know if we have any butterscotch pudding mix in the pantry? I've suddenly got a craving. I laughed and hugged her tighter before standing up with her in my arms and heading toward the bedroom. Later that morning laughter from across the great expanse echoed through the warehouse. That's too much laughter for much work to be getting done. I mumbled to Brit as I worked on some photo touch-up from a shoot I did earlier in the week of a local doctor and his family. Brit giggled as she was hunkered over her laptop working on some billing. You're just jealous, she said. Anyway, I can think of plenty of times you've had fun working, maybe not laughing, but moaning and panting can be fun. I glanced over in time to see her shift in her seat and lick her lips as she squinted at the screen. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I'm glad their business is doing well. Gina said they had a bunch of orders to ship out today and most of them out of the country. I'm really kind of surprised that someone would buy clothing of any kind from halfway across the globe. Hell, anything I've ever bought online didn't fit worth a damn and I had to send it back. Well, first off. She replied as she stood and stretched that long, lean body I worship. A lot of places don't have any stores that carry the kinds of suits the girls have and honestly, as skimpy as some of them are, the fit is kind of secondary. She said this as she leaned over in front of me to collect a kiss, giving me a bird's eye view of her perky tits playfully jiggling under the cropped t-shirt she wore. Brit's kisses never failed to warm the nether regions and I began to cramp up a little in my shorts. Hey, that's a cute family, she said after taking my breath away and looking at the image I had on the screen of the happy family. I was about to reach down and try and discreetly adjust myself. Have you ever thought about having kids? Suddenly the adjustment was no longer needed and she went back to her computer. Uh, I managed before my brain locked up, making sure that my mouth didn't spew forth with what would surely be an incorrect response. Well, I guess not. I managed as my brain now searched for the rest of the answer. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, like made a plan or anything, you know. Brit tried to hide a smirk while looking studious as she continued to stare at the spreadsheet on the screen in front of her. Yeah, well, I haven't put it on my calendar or anything, but I do want kids someday. No. She paused. What I want is a family. I waited for her to continue, feigning interest in tweaking the photo of the happy family on the screen. I was just about to give in and make another questionably wise comment when she mercifully continued. I don't see it happening anytime soon, but I do want to have a traditional family someday, you know the full deal with a house and a yard and a couple of kids, one girl and one boy, oh and a dog. The kids need a dog. Again, I just let it alone. Do you like cats? She asked as she spun her chair to face me. I stalled for a second before swiveling to face her. She looked so sexy sitting there with her long bare legs stretched out in front of her, wiggling her pretty toes. Her long legs disappeared into a small pair of cutoffs so short that the front pocket liner stuck out beyond the bottom of the leg. A light blue cut-off tank top made up the rest of her outfit, her nipples stretching the fabric taut. I could feel her eyes on me as I took in the sights. I'm a big fan of pussy, I replied, my eyes locked onto hers, waiting for a snarky rebuttal. She never blinked, her tongue sneaking out of between her lips, just the tip. I think she just covertly stuck her tongue out at me, but before I could reply. I'm a big pussy fan too, but I'm talking felines, the four-legged kind. Do you think our kids should have a cat? She said this while my eyes followed her right hand on its tour over her thighs before coming to a rest where my tongue wanted to be. 
The little bit of my brain that didn't have a stranglehold on my cock screamed out. She said, our kids, numbnuts, pay attention. Uh, our kids? My eyes still mesmerized by her finger playing along the seam that overlaid her precious slit. Up here, daddy. She giggled in like a cat, eyes locked onto the red dot of a laser pointer. My eyes followed her finger upward until I was staring at her smiling face. About then the rest of my brain caught up with that small sliver that tried to shake me and the look on my face must have been one of pure terror. Britt's eyes grew big and then she laughed out loud and then quickly clamped her mouth shut with her hand. The clutch in my brain slipped, my brain free-spinning as I started to stutter. Are you, are we preg? I couldn't finish the word. Maybe if you didn't say it, it wasn't so. Oh baby. She frowned with a look of real compassion in her eyes as she stood up and slid into my lap and hugged me, my head nestled in her bosom, the place where our babies would nurse, their mommy nurturing them. I'm not ready to share, a greedy part of my brain shouted as I tried to burrow my head into her soft cleavage. She ran her fingers through my hair lovingly, enjoying the moment and then whispered quietly, No baby I'm no, we're not pregnant. Relieved I guess I replayed her reply in my head, trying to discern the tone in her voice. Was it a sad tone, sad that she wasn't really pregnant, or was it a sad tone, sad that she had scared the living shit out of me? I slowly turned my head to look up at her, not missing the chance to pepper little kisses on her breast. She looked at me with those glistening blue eyes, her soft fingers brushing the hair out of mine. We're not pregnant, she repeated. I'm sorry if I scared you but— And she paused to kiss me softly. You know I will have your baby someday, not soon, but someday. My heart had slowed to its normal cadence and now began to melt. I laced my fingers behind her head and pulled her back down for another kiss, only this one longer, passionate. Nothing would make me happier than to make a baby with you, two babies, a dozen, as many as you want. I would have the luckiest children in the world if you were their mother. Oh God, she gasped, her lower lip quivering and I kissed her again and I could feel her tears of joy on my cheek. The kiss was long and loving but quickly turned to passionate and ravenous. Our tongues battled as we writhed on my crowded chair and my leg began to cramp. Without losing connection, I stood up with her in my arms and headed toward the queen-size bed that made up a part of the upstairs studio. I stood her upright at the foot of the bed and we tore at each other's clothes before I unceremoniously picked her up by the waist and threw her onto the bed. Naked, she spread her legs and her right hand returned to her pussy, the denim shorts no longer in the way. I stood there and stared down on my love, the future mother of my children, and took in her splendor. My eyes ran from her sexy feet and up her sumptuous body until our eyes locked. Her blue eyes now shone black, the telltale sign of her degree of lust, the darker, the hornier. Hers now made coal like a shade of gray. Her eyes now strayed from mine, moving downward, locking onto the hard cock in my hand, the one I'd absentmindedly been stroking, the head shiny from the precum percolating to the tip. My eyes followed hers and then made their own trip, where her hands now rested between widespread legs, fingers parting the soft pink petals of her flower. Her nectar coated her flower and like a bee, I was powerless to resist. I crawled up onto the bed between her long limbs until I was hovering above her bloom. With my hands on either side of her, I leaned in for a kiss. Magically, unassisted, the bee found the bloom and we groaned into our kiss as the pollination began. Slow and deliberate, we came together, her nectar washing over my pulsating member as I planted my own seed deep inside her bloom. Too tired to talk, nothing needed said anyway, I rolled us to our side, still joined and we drifted off, wrapped in each other's embrace. Some time later, wakey wakey, softly whispered in my ear. 
I felt a small, warm hand caressing my butt. Another sweet voice beckoned my love from her slumber, and Brit just grumbled and pushed him tighter, her pussy hugging my flaccid cock. Such a deal. Gina groused now loud enough to wake Sleeping Beauty. We're downstairs busting our butts to get these orders out, and these two are up here fucking around. Yeah. Little Kate joined in, her hands still kneading my butt. They should have yelled down to us. I'd have taken a break for a quickie. She giggled. I don't think there's such a thing as a quickie around here. Gina laughed as Britt mumbled some kind of expletive about being left alone. George, lover. She continued as I managed to pry one eye open to look up at her. We're done with our orders and we were going to go drop them off to ship. While we were boxing things up, Katie and I thought about Christmas coming up and since we're in the shipping mode, maybe we would go ahead and get our shopping done for the family and ship it out ahead of our trip home. Yeah. The little one chimed in. It'll be weird not rushing around last minute. We were going to ask your girlfriend if she wanted to go with us, but we can see that she's probably not in the mood. Giggling and raking her long nails up my side, sending shivers up my spine. Yeah, so while we're out, we'll probably grab dinner, so don't worry about us. We'll let you know when we're on our way home so you can drag your sexy butts out of bed. Oh, and while you were napping, Becky called and left a message on the machine. With that, the brunette leaned down and placed a kiss on Brit and my cheeks after which Katie opted for the lower cheeks. Come on you but freak. Gina snickered. If we don't get with it, the postal place will close before we get there. Kate giggled, giving Brits but a little nip, and they both said goodbye laughing all the way down the stairs. I listened until I heard the big door rolling closed behind them and pulled Brit closer and nodded off again. Late afternoon, I think. My butt's cold. Brit pouted, trying to get closer yet and reaching back to try and find some covers. I reached down and ran my hand over her but that really did have goosebumps on it. Poor baby, you are cold. I rolled her over onto her back and lay on top of her, careful not to crush her. There, does that help? I grinned down at her and peppered her sweet face with little kisses. Yeah, that helps a lot. Kissing me while snaking her hand between us and taking me in her hand. You, she teased. You're all sticky. Well, I replied, stealing another kiss. If you check, I think you'll find that most of that is your fault. Rolling over until she was now on top of me. Her tits were too tempting and I pulled her up until I had one within lips reach. Brit purred as I switched from one to the other before breaking free and slipping off the bed, standing beside it. Let's see who made this mess. Leaning over and taking my half-hard cock between her lips. Her tongue played on my cock which came out of her mouth shining. Licking her lips, she smacked them a couple times. I think it's a draw. I'll take some of the blame, or credit, but I think you are equally at fault here. Regardless, you're a sticky mess and I think a shower is in order. She smiled, offering her hand. I thought briefly about climbing back into bed, but I was starting to get cold too, so the warm shower made a lot of sense. That and the fact that the shower was a fun place to play as well and we had the place to ourselves. Carrying our clothes down the stairs, watching Brit's bare ass bounce along before me, I remembered something. Hey! As we reached the bottom and I pinched her butt, eliciting a squeal. Gina said that Becky left a message while we were upstairs. Did you hear the phone ring? No. She laughed, opening the front door and stalling so that I would bump into her. She ground her butt into my groin before moving on. All I remember is a lot of moaning and groaning and grunting. You weren't grunting, I said. Wise ass. She replied as she made her way to the bedroom. I'm not complaining. In fact, it turns me on. But when you're on top dropping her clothes on the bed and turning to take me in her arms. 
and when you've got both your hands on my ass, grabbing mine, pulling herself in tight, and you're driving that big, thick cock into my tight little pussy, thrusting her pelvis into mine, it's like your caveman has come out. You're so wound up, so passionate, so in the moment that, I don't know, it just makes me want you even more, feeling how much you want me. I looked down and her eyes were misty. I was kind of choked up, and hard as a rock. God, I love you, I said, taking her lips with mine. I can tell. She mumbled in our kiss, grinding against me. Again, I took her up in my arms and headed for the shower. My lover purred as I managed to pull open the door, and we made our way inside. The showering part was pretty standard with the body wash, the hair washing and of course all the groping and teasing. Satisfied that we were squeaky clean, I turned off the overhead shower and flipped on the handheld, the one with the really long hose. Britt's eyes grew wide, she knew what was coming and was almost jumping up and down. Your pussy needs a little attention, it was a little scratchy earlier. Grabbing the razor, the shaving gel and a couple of hand towels. You should know. Her hand wrapped around my heart on lovingly stroking it slowly. I followed her to the built-in bench and she took one of towels and spread it out before setting her perfect ass down. I put my towel on the floor to kneel on and took my position between her spread legs. Scooch, I said, grabbing a couple legs and pulling her but closer to the edge. Her breathing was noticeably heavier as she stared down at me in anticipation. Leaning in, I took a long, slow swipe with my tongue over her sex, sending a shiver over her. Yeah, a little stubbly. Good. She smiled, licking her lips. Is stubbly a word? Pretty sure it is. Squirting the cool gel in my hand and slowly rubbing it to a foam until her pussy was completely covered. Brit chewed on her bottom lip as I skillfully ran the razor over her mound. I glanced up to look at her, and she caught me somehow. Her eyes were closed. Pay attention, buster. Pointing down at my work area. Yes, ma'am. I replied. I wiped and shaved, rubbed and shaved inspected and shaved until she was as smooth as a newborn. Even in the heavy mist of the shower, I could see her excitement trickle out of her slick slit. Tempted to help myself to a sample, I opted for the rinse cycle. Shaved gel, even mixed with her sweet nectar is not a favorite. I took up the handheld shower and turned it on, gently rinsing her girlish-looking sex. Okay, up and turn around, I said, straightening up to work the kink out of my back. A barely perceptible moan echoed off the tile walls as she obeyed turning her back to me. You know how this works, I said, giving her but a little slap. Yes, daddy, she said in her little girl voice. My dick jumped at the sound and I shook my head. Great, she's got my dick trained, I said to myself. Obediently, my little princess spread her long legs wide and bent at the waist, her hands on the bench. She wiggled her butt and giggled as she looked between her legs and watched my cock respond to her tease. I gave her but another playful swat and applied some of the cool gel right at the top of her ass crack. Setting the kin down, I ran the edge of my hand down through the slick and split. Her moan was more audible now as I skirted over the top of her puckered pink hole. I worked the gel into a foam once more, a fingertip accidentally dipping into her ass a time or two. Ready to get down to it. A little help, please. Dutifully, she reached back with one hand and spread her right butt cheek while I parted the left. My cock jumped again and she giggled as her asshole winked at me. There really wasn't much to do back here, razor-wise, but I wasn't going to let the opportunity pass and she wouldn't have let me anyway, evidenced by the droplet of excitement that hung off her clit. I flicked at it and she jumped. Don't move, I admonished. I don't want to nick you. Yes, daddy. She mewed, my cock jumped, her asshole winked again. 
I made quick work of the back porch area and gave her a thorough rinse. One last quick check, sweetie. And I took possession of both hemispheres and buried my face in her ass. Oh, daddy. She moaned, both hands back on the bench and pushing back as I tongue-fucked her sweet ass. D-D-D-D. D-D-D, ad, y-y-y. She cried as I buried my tongue as deep in her ass as I could and strummed her slick clit with my thumb. Come, come, cumining daddy. Her body shook and her asshole sucked at my tongue as I worked her clit until she reached back and grabbed my wrist. No more, no more. She panted, her body continuing to quake. I held my tongue in place until I felt it being expelled and I released her butt cheeks, wrapping my arms around her thighs, hugging her and resting my head on her pillowy cheeks. That was fucking amazing, daddy. She sighed. I gave her a little nip on the butt and she yelped. Watch your language, little girl. I said with a smile. Sorry, daddy. She squeaked. Strength regained. We made our way out of the shower and toweled off. I grabbed a second towel and stood behind her, wringing most of the water from her thick blonde mane. Britt looked at us in the reflection of the mirror and spoke as she caught my eye. So you think I'd make a good mom? Oh boy, I said to myself, where is this going? I paused just enough to seem like I was putting some thought into my answer, but not so long that it seemed I had any doubts one way or the other. I think you'll be a great mother. Throwing the damp towel over my shoulder and running my fingers through her hair to make sure I didn't leave any knots. Britt paused to consider my answer, I suppose, and she was about to say something when she had my attention in the mirror, but I beat her to the punch. Why do you ask? Don't you think you'd be a good mother? Well, turning and taking me in her arms and resting her damp head on my chest. I've been thinking about going home and seeing my mom and dad. Mom is going to ask questions, you know, about school and boys, mostly boys, and I guess I've been rehearsing in my mind all the answers to all the questions she may come up with. I kissed the top of her head and ran my hands up and down her backside. Well, what have you told them so far? I know they know about me, but I've never asked how much you've shared. I mean, it's none of my business, but... And I let it hang. Oh, they know about you. I couldn't help but tell them about you right after we met. Britt purred as she nestled into the my chest, scratching her nose on my hair. When I was a little girl, I told my mom that I would meet my prince one day and that I would know it the minute I saw him. Mom went along with it but she always dropped little hints of caution to me. By the time I got out of high school, I think she figured that all my Disneyish dreams were behind me. I hugged my princess tight as she continued. So when I called her the day after we met, I could hear some concern in her voice. I understood it, you know. She wasn't close by to make sure her little girl wouldn't be hurt, but I assured her that I would take it slow and really get to know you before anything serious happened. I could feel her grin and I hugged her tighter yet. I don't know, young lady, lying to your own mother like that. As my brain rewound to the day we met. Well, I may have stretched the truth a little. She answered in her little girl tone. But mommy just didn't understand and I'm a big girl, and I really did know you, even though we hadn't actually met yet, but I did know you and I knew that everything that was supposed to happen was really happening. She leaned back and looked up at me. I'm just glad that you didn't think I was some kind of psycho or something and brushed me off. I never gave the possibility of that a thought, but if it had, I would have been crushed, or... Pausing for effect. I might have become one of those psycho stalker chicks and, well, it didn't happen, so no need to think about it. I leaned down and planted a kiss on her nose. I'll admit I was thrown a little when you brought up the whole destiny thing, but if I recall, I wasn't too worried about you because you weren't wearing enough to hide a knife or anything. 
That got a girlish giggle out of her, and she sighed and burrowed into my chest as far as she could. I was content to just hold her and then a little chime went off in my head. Hey, I just remembered that Becky had called. We better call her back. You know how fiery redheads get if you ignore them. Yeah, Britt said as she reluctantly pried herself loose. That redhead in particular. I followed her bouncing butt into the bedroom and she grabbed the phone. I'll put it on speaker. Setting her naked self on the bed. I took up a spot beside her and rested my hand on her thigh. About time you called me back. Becky yelled at her phone, obviously on speaker also. I was afraid you'd fallen off the earth or something. I'm sorry, sweetie. We didn't hear the phone ring. Britt replied. We? Is our cowboy there? Say hi, lover. Hi, Becky. How's our favorite cowgirl doing? Hey, lover. Well, this girl is dog-tired and ready to unwind, but I didn't want to go home to an empty apartment, so I was wondering what you guys were up to tonight. We looked at each other and I just gave her that, don't ask me look. Well, it's just George and I and we just got out of the shower and that's about as far as our plans go so far. Damn it, I missed a shower? My timing really sucks. Sorry, lover. Britt laughed. You know you can use the shower anytime you want to, can't she? Asking me? Yeah, but I want to be sure there's someone to shower with. Becky came back, not waiting for my answer. No problem. A while back, George took, what was it, three showers on the same day. Britt answered, her hand wandering up my thigh. Anyway, what did you want to do? Do you want out or something? No, if it's all right with you guys, I'd like to just come over and hang out. Oh, and I have that flash drive with all of Aunt Virginia's video of us from the ranch. Oh, goody. My little girl squealed, her hand wrapping around my cock. I can't wait to see them. Get your sweet ass over here. They squealed in delightful harmony, forcing me to basically yell out. If you haven't eaten, I can scare up something here. Squealing subsided, Becky replied. Ah, thanks, baby, that's nice. Can you scare up Chinese? I'm craving Chinese. Uh, well, I'll have to look and see. Mentally taking inventory of the kitchen. Hey, don't sweat it. I kind of invited myself. Tell you what, call that place near you and I'll swing in and get it. Just don't forget the moose shoe pork. That sounds great, babe. I haven't had Chinese and I don't know when. I so can't wait to see you. Just call before you turn the corner and we'll open the door for you. Britt answered excitedly. Will do, the redhead replied. See you in a bit, bye. And the phone went dead. I'm glad she called, Britt said, turning to me and then looking down where she had been absentmindedly stroking me as she and Becky talked until I was stiff once more. Sorry, baby, she said with a grimaced look on her face. I owe you one. I want to get the place picked up before Bex gets here. We stood and I pulled her back into an embrace for another deep kiss. I'll hold you to that. Letting her go. She giggled as she skipped to the closet and then shouted from inside. Maybe Becky and I'll just share you for desert. How does that sound? My dick thought it was a wonderful idea. Just a wee bit later Brit had thrown on a pair of white yoga pants that hit about mid-calf and a vest kind of thing that buttoned up the front and left a portion of her top belly on display. Barefoot, she scurried around straightening up like the queen was dropping by. I wondered if the queen would be as impressed by the side boob that showed through the armhole of the vest each time she leaned forward. There she is, Britt yelled out as her cell phone chimed a personalized ringtone. I grabbed the remote for the rolling door as Britt answered the phone and then quickly ended the call and gave me the thumbs up. I mashed the button and then strolled out into the warehouse, following my girl. She didn't often wear yoga pants or leggings or whatever they were called, but I was a fan, particularly from behind. Like a second skin, they may have covered, 
but they didn't really conceal much. Her shapely legs were accentuated as the material color lent itself to shadowing and her muscular thighs and calves showed real definition. And the butt, well, if I'd left any stray hairs back there, I think they'd have shown through and her crack was, well, it was a crack, nothing left to the imagination. Bottom line, a coat of paint would not have hidden, or for that matter, shown more. The girl squealed and hugged as Becky got out of her car. I waltzed up and awaited my turn. Hey, babe. The redhead gushed as she got up on tiptoe and hugged me tight before tipping her head back for her welcoming kiss. She hugged me again and whispered. I looked at the flash drive before I left home to make sure I had the right one. I'm so horny right now. If Brit wasn't here, I'd let you bend me over my hood. I gave her but a good squeeze. And if I wasn't here? Yeah, I'd do her too, but I'd probably take her inside. Floor's too hard out here. Okay, break it up you two. Brit said, standing beside us and making it a three-way hug. We're letting dinner get cold. I helped Brit grab the food out of the passenger side and caught a glimpse of an overnight bag in the back seat. I couldn't help but smile as I followed them inside. Brit led the parade so I had no option but to check out Becky's backside. In the dim light it looked like she had on the tightest pair of jeans known to man with a pair of black boots over the top. She wore a check shirt tied at the waist, letting a hint of skin show, but I was more distracted by the alternating bounce of her tightly trussed tush. I was still hypnotized when we stepped inside and under the better light. The denim looked even tighter, the back pockets seemingly worthless. Brit set her armload on the counter and turned to get her first good look at Becky's get-up. Oh my god, you look hot in those jeggings. She squealed. Are you selling those now? Jeggings? I asked myself, still fixated on her bubble butt. No. The sexy redhead giggled as she set down her purse and stepped back and gave a spin. My head was locked down as she spun and she slowed, making sure her pronounced camel toe didn't slip by. My pea brain still thought she had a pair of jeans on, and it must have been uncomfortable having that zipper and all the layers of material around it buried in what I personally know to be a very tight space. Earth to George. Britt laughed, snapping her fingers in front of my face. Becky was laughing too as they stood side by side, hip to hip. So do you like them? Becky asked, and I just gave a numb nod. Geez, babe, where have you been? They're not real jeans. They're called jeggings. Like these yoga pants only made to look like denim. Cool, huh? Before I could answer, Brit bent down to see where my eyes had zeroed in earlier. Oh, running her index finger up and down crease. Glancing up, Becky had her eyes closed, chewing on her lower lip. Stopping way too soon, Brit stood upright in front of her red-headed friend. Teasing bitch. Becky snarled before reaching around the back of Brit's head and drawing her in for a kiss. Brit's back was to me as my dick and I took in the sights, watching my lover's ass undulating, her leg kicking up, trying to hook around the redhead's boot-clad calf. After a good minute of moaning and writhing, they broke. Brit turned my way, brushing her wild hair out of her face. My eyes took inventory, nipples erect, chest heaving and another camel toe, this one profoundly wet, turning the white fabric dark. Becky had clearly extracted her revenge and verified it, making a show of slipping her finger in between her painted lips and sampling Brit's wares. Jesus! Was all I could muster as I adjusted myself and moved to the kitchen to gather up some plates and utensils. The girls continued to visit, laughing and whispering until we sat down at the bar. I found myself in the middle as they caught each other up on all the girly gossip. Not surprising, I finished first and slid out of my seat and puttered around the kitchen until they were done. They got up and brought me their dishes and Becky stood beside me at the sink and said, You never answered my question. 
I gave her a sideways glance with the one raised eyebrow signaling I had no clue what she was talking about. You know, I asked you what you thought of my clothes. She rubbed up against me like a friendly cat. Well, I think it was pretty obvious what I thought, but if you need it verbalized, then yeah, I think you look very hot, but I've never seen you when you didn't, so... Good save, babe. Britt snickered from the refrigerator where she was stowing a mountain of Tupperware-filled leftovers. Thank you, lover. She blushed, reaching around me and pulling me tighter to her side. I saw that at least part of you was happy to see me, but a girl always likes to hear it too, don't we, Brit? My Brit had taken her place to my other side and stretched up to plant a big kiss on my cheek. Our George is no Cyrano de Bergerac, but in the end, I don't think there is ever any doubt on how he feels about someone. She gave me another kiss on the cheek and a little but squeeze. Yeah, I doubt he excelled in poetry in high school, but he must have been at the top of class in sex ed. That sent the girls into another rash of the giggles and I took the opportunity to slip my hands behind them both and nearly lifted them off the floor with my hands full of stretchy fabric-covered pussy. They hooped and threw their arms around my neck and hung on. If the aisle had been any wider, I would have turned and just carried them out of the kitchen so I opted to just swing them both inward and we shared a kiss. Both girls giggled and squirmed when we weren't all kissing one another. It was painfully obvious that I was going to tire of this before they were, so I put them both back on their feet to mild protest. Well, that was fun, Britt panted, holding onto my arm to stay upright. No shit, the redhead acknowledged, hanging onto my other side with her head against my chest. I had an X-rated movie running through my head and we weren't wearing any pants in the video. She sighed. You're getting to be as bad as Kate. My clinging blonde said as her hand wandered down my chest. She's getting to where she sees a porno scene wherever she is. I don't know how she gets through classes. By now, she'd found her way to the bulge in my shorts and Becky was right there with her. I tried to distract them, or maybe it was me, anyway. Funny, I haven't heard any of these stories. I was pinned up against the counter and had nowhere to go. I really shouldn't share but... When she shares these little X-rated scenes with Gina and I, the male star, if there is one, is always you and you, Mr. Our One Nasty, Nasty Dude. Becky's hand had found its way inside my shorts and her warm hand was wrapped around my cock, stroking it slowly. Becky looked at me while her hand was busy and her lust was easy to read and I was ready for a repeat of our previous foray on the kitchen island. Fuck. Becky moaned as she let go of me and pulled her hand out of my shorts. Both Brit and I must have had confused looks on our faces, and Becky laughed. God, I love you guys, she said, running her hand over Britt's cheek. You can fuck at the drop of a hat, but I don't get this. Now running her hands over both our cheeks. Whenever I want, so I want to make it last, you know, kind of build up to it. I thought that was foreplay. Britt replied as she held Becky's hand to her face and breathed in, smelling me on her friend's hand. Yeah, but I want to take my time and get all hot and bothered before, well, you know. She even blushed slightly. Well, I agree wholeheartedly, I said, managing to slip out of my compromised spot. I think foreplay is as enjoyable as the actual sex because as a guy, I've only got so many rounds in me before I'm spent, while you ladies can go on and on and on. I refilled my glass and offered to top of theirs. I can see that, Britt said, taking a sip. But I'd guess that you've worn me out as many times as I've worn you out. Your dick may give out, but your tongue and fingers always know how to get it done, baby leaning her supple body into mine and stealing a kiss. Well, if it's okay with you too, Becky said as she strolled over to her purse on the kitchen chair. I'd like to continue with the foreplay, holding a bright red flash drive that she had taken from her purse. I can't believe I forgot about that. 
Brit squealed as she left me standing there and wrapped the redhead in her arms and swung her around as she kissed the girl like a long-lost lover. Now that's more like it, Becky panted, trying to catch her breath. George lover, does your laptop sync to that big TV in your bedroom? Oh God, Brit moaned as she took Becky's hand and drug her toward our bedroom. If it doesn't, he better damn well figure out how to. Come on, baby, we need to rock this girl's world. I swear I was just seconds behind them, but by the time I cleared the door jam, they were in the middle of the bed, making out like horny high schoolers, writhing on the bed, their hands wedged inside each other's jeggings or yoga pants or whatever the hell they're called. Despite the distraction, I sat on the end of the bed and managed to get the laptop and flat screen to play nice, the big screen displaying a long list of videos and pegs. Okay girls, showtime. I was being ignored as they'd managed to get each other's tops off and were abusing each other's tits while sawing their crotches together. I found enough room left over on the side of the bed and fluffed a pillow against the headboard and sat on the bed, laptop in hand, ready for the slideshow. Okay, I said again with a little more command behind it, but to no avail, so I just started searching the main directory. I quickly noticed that Becky's Ann had taken the screenshot stills and separated them out as to whoever was starring in those specific shots. She'd even gone so far as to give them cutesy names. I was curious and pulled up the one marked Naughty Niece. The first shot filled the huge screen hanging on the wall, and I was instantly impressed. First off, I was impressed on how big my cock looked with Becky's lips wrapped around it. Secondly, I was impressed by the clarity of a screen grab from a security system camera. Our redheads horny and Virginia must have spent a fortune on the optics. Hell, only Vegas casinos would bother with anything this good. My cock head was poking out of the legs of my shorts as I nudged the wrestlers beside me. Girls, the show started. They moaned, disgruntled by my interruption as they unwound from each other and crawled toward the head of the bed. Becky was beside me and didn't miss the peeping town poking out of the hem of my shorts. Giving it a quick peck, she took her spot next to me, leaning against the headboard. Britt was beside her, arguing with a pillow, beating it into submission before she was satisfied and turned around, flopping her back against it. Holy shit, she said, focusing on the big screen. Becky remained silent, one hand teasing one of her hard nipples, chewing on her lower lip. I've gotta get me a big screen, she said under her breath. My computer monitor just isn't going to hack it now. She turned and looked at me with those sparkling green eyes. Big cock, big screen. Her other hand was in search of my cock and I helped out, lifting the laptop up. I started the slideshow and set the laptop aside watching twenty-second snippets of our time out at the ranch. I lifted my butt to let the anxious ginger push my shorts down enough to give her full access. She moaned and I glanced down to see Brit's hand mirrored within the tight confines of Becky's faux denim. My love's eyes never left the screen as she mumbled her displeasure with both of their restrictive garments. Her other hand was down her own pants, and I could make out every feature of her delicate fingers through the skin-tight cloth. Ah, fuck, can you pause that? Becky moaned her frustration obvious. The picture on the screen was another close-up, obviously cropped, of my glistening cock head just splitting Becky's pouting pussy lips, the head of my cock still mostly visible. About half of my length, her tight slit, topped by the closely trimmed landing strip above, filled the screen. My cock pulsed in her hand and my mind once again noted how clean and crisp the shot was. Letting go of my dick, she quickly stood up on the bed between us. Help me get these fucking things off beginning to tug at the waistband. Brit and I sat up beside her and took a side and began the laborious task of shucking her from her pants. Her sweet, excited scent caught both our noses as we finally cleared her bubble butt.
Instinctively we leaned in for a teasing sample and butted heads. You take the back. Brit ordered and I gladly obeyed, twisting the redhead's hips until her but was there in front of my face. Becky moaned as she tried to spread her legs as much as she could in the confines of her strangling apparel. With one hand on top of my head for balance, she cussed the pants, trying to push them down further. Meanwhile, I had both of her but cheeks in my hands and pried them apart. Her pretty pink star winked and I gave it a kiss hello, tickling it with the tip of my tongue. Fuck! She groaned, grabbing the back of my head, trying to smother me with her ass. She shuddered as I heard a slurping sound as my Brit had her lips locked over Becky's, tongue tickling a sensitive clit. The frontal and rear assaults were soon too much for the squirming redhead, and she came hard, soaking Brit's tormenting tongue as mine tickled the inside of her sweet ass. Spent and weak, Becky began a slow collapse as Brit, and I helped her land softly on her butt and then to her back. Laid out and breathing hard, Brit and I took advantage and each grabbed a leg and labored to skin the redhead of the damned leggings. They look good but they're a pain in the ass. Becky cursed as she kicked her legs, trying to help. Sit still. Brit barked as we gained ground and finally worked the stubborn second skin over her feet. Brit ran a fingernail up the bottom of her friend's delicate foot and the redhead squealed and kicked again, nearly knocking me off the bed. Behave yourself. I admonished Brit, planting my hand between her generous breasts and quickly had her on her back alongside her friend. Sit on her. I commanded the naked redhead and she was quick to obey, kicking her leg over the stunned blonde's head and planting her sweet bare butt on Brit's pillowy breasts. Hey! My lover protested, playfully kicking her legs and swatting at the bare cheeks in front of her. I managed to capture her legs between mine, squatting down, hoping that Brit remembered that I was in a vulnerable position. She settled down as I grabbed the waist of her super tight leggings and began to peel them off. How in the hell do you get into these things? I asked, grunting under the exertion. Becky giggled and then gave out a little squeak, leaning down to give me a kiss and also to give her blonde buddy better access to her slick sex. Becky took the opportunity to play with Brit's newly shaved pussy and had her moaning in an instant. I took advantage of the distraction and made quick work from the knees down, giving her a taste of her own medicine, tickling her feet while Becky managed to slip a slender digit into between her wet lips. I jumped off the bed, holding Brit's pants above my head in victory, and the girls broke out laughing, Becky tumbling onto the bed. I later learned that they weren't laughing at my victory dance over Brit's britches. Evidently the combination of the twirling of the pants above my head, synchronous with my heart on whipping around in front of me was just too much for them to take with a straight face. Let's get on with the show. I directed, and they dutifully retook their places with Becky sandwiched between Brit and I. I love that shot. Becky sighed, my heart on back in her hand. I so want to make that the wallpaper on my phone. Sighing and giving my cock a loving squeeze. I grabbed up the laptop and restarted the slideshow. Did you do anything to these images? I asked, setting the laptop aside and letting it run. No, Becky replied, jumping slightly as Brit found her pussy once more. This is just as I downloaded them. She said, gasping a bit as Brit teased down below. Well, your aunt has pretty good Photoshop skills. Brit said with a whimper as Becky easily found her pussy waiting, her one leg spread wide, nearly hanging over the side of the bed. We sat silently, except for the occasional moan and giggle as we played. I had one arm over Becky's shoulder and settled on bouncing from one left breast to one right breast, teasing both of the girls as they diddled each other. Becky continued a long, slow, torturous jacking of my cock. Precum perked from the tip which she deliberately distributed along my length. We finally finished the Becky chapter of stills which co-starred myself, along with all three girls getting their licks in, as it were. 
The last shot was another close-up, this one of my load being applied to Becky's toned backside, my cock red and vain why, come flowing from the strained tip. Fuck me, that's hot. Brit moaned. I'm not sure I can take much more of this. I know, huh? Becky sighed as Brit's long fingers snuck out of the cavern that was Becky's thighs. Brit brought her wet digits up to Becky's mouth, causing the redhead to abandon her hold on me, grabbing Brit's wrist and sucking her essence off of her lover's fingers. Unhindered, I grabbed the laptop and perused the index. Go to the video named BG Barn. Becky moaned as she rolled over onto Brit, and they kissed hard, wrestling on the sheets, grinding wet pussies, mashing tits. I scrolled through the impressively long list and finally came upon BG Barn. I queued it up and I quickly recognized the scene as when Becky and I went to the barn to straighten up while the others cleaned up the house. Meanwhile the girls went at each other like they were battling for the MMA title only there were long pauses whenever an overwhelmingly tempting body part came within reach of tongues or fingers. After one impressive move that Brit made, putting Becky on her back, shoulders digging into the mattress with her hips off the bed and legs spread wide, my roomie caught the image on the big screen. Brit's eyes never left the video, ducking her head down and ravishing the redhead's soggy pussy. Becky moaned, both on screen and off, craning her neck to watch my cock plow her sweet snatch on the big screen while Brit tongued her in real time. All the while, I slowly stroked my heart on, my eyes bouncing from scene to scene. Becky cried out, no longer interested in the movie as Brit had her pussy convulsing on the two fingers she had buried inside her hot snatch. Fucking A, Brit! She panted as she eyeballed my hard cock in my hand. Brit's eyes followed hers and she looked back and smiled, admiring her favorite toy, hard and pulsing. I think Bex has waited long enough for a real fucking. Abruptly pulling her wet digits from the redhead's pulsing pussy, she put them in her own mouth and licked Becky's essence with a snaking tongue. Before the spent ginger had time to bemoan her pussy being neglected, Brit dropped her but back on the bed and crawled over the cowgirl. Like a seasoned rider, my girl mounted her ride landing her own wanting pussy onto Becky's welcoming mouth. Grabbing a hank of red hair like it was a saddle horn, she barked. My turn, baby. Squirming on her friend's face. Make me come, lover. Eat me until I gush all over that pretty face of yours. Becky moaned and gurgled, her mouth full of slippery, wet pussy. She had a nasty cheek in each hand and was going to town on my love. Brit's eyes were glued to the big screen watching my cock pounding away at the redhead as we were perched on the hay bale bed in the loft of the barn. As I tried to watch both scenes, Becky's flailing foot glanced off my thigh, barely missing their treasured toy. Now having my attention and unable to speak, the nimble redhead planted her feet on the bed and hoisted her butt up and spread her legs wide as she continued to ravish Brit. I catch on pretty quick most times and there was little doubt where I was headed next. Becky's pussy glistened, her inner lips distended, bracketing my target which gaped slightly. I moved over and planted myself between her feet and took in the sights. Brit was up front, continuing to smother our guest. Her perky but would have red handprints on it for a while. Becky was grabbing it so hard. Her back was ramrod straight, and she purred loud as Becky expertly tongue-fucked the horny blonde. Becky's C-cup stood proud, her nipples stiff and visibly pulsing. One quick tug would probably bring on a snapping climax. Opting for the main course, I returned my attention to her beckoning sex, leaning down to swipe my tongue upwards from her pink starfish, up her sweet slit, and pausing to kiss her stiff clit. Becky jumped, pushing her pussy against my chin. I backed out, giving her pussy a quick parting peck and on my knees scooted forward. Cock in hand, I took another teasing tour, slipping the head of my dick between her wet lips, gathering her nectar, and then played for a couple seconds. Nudging her clit, she bucked again 
her pussy grasping for me. Backing down, I slid back between her wanting lips once more and missing my exit, I landed my wet crown on her puckered ass. Her tight star pulsed, inviting me in, but I opted for her constricting cunt and slowly made my way until I was planted balls deep. Her pussy rippled on my cock as I held my place. I pulled her legs up tighter, her feet off the bed as she wrapped her legs around me and her pussy tightened, anticipating the fucking she so wanted. I gave her a couple of teasing strokes but wrapped in her strong legs, I couldn't get the motion I wanted. Hang on baby. I warned Brit as I backed out and grabbed the redhead's long limbs and brought them up in front of me. Brit squealed as Becky did her best to maintain her mount and let me wrestle her into position. Britt craned her neck around to scowl at me for interrupting her fun and her eyes widened as she watched Becky's cock swallow my rigid dick hole. Fuck her hard, baby. She moaned as Becky grabbed her ass cheeks harder and continued to give her a first-class tongue fucking. Sweat began to roll off my forehead as I held the redhead's legs tight together and began to relentlessly fuck her with long, powerful strokes, my hips and belly meeting her backside hard with each thrust. Her pussy quickly picked up the rhythm and her talented snatch sucked at my cock as I backed out and then rippled, drawing me deep with each forward thrust. I kissed and nibbled at her calves as I pounded her hard, rocking and swaying so my cock hit every square inch inside her at some point. Before long her pussy gave up the fight and it convulsed along my length. On cue, Brit had met her match and cried out, grabbing a couple handfuls of red hair and pulled Becky's face tight to her cunt and came hard, her entire body shaking. Out of control herself, and most likely afraid of drowning in a sea of Brit's offering, she pushed the shaking blonde up and moaned loud as rivulets of white cream rained down on her face. Grunting, she glared up at me, her face bracketed by my lover's quivering ass, her pussy lips fluttering as her orgasm continued to ripple through her body. Unable to talk, her face and pussy told me the end was near. Screwing her eyes shut tight, biting on her lower lip, her pussy clamped down hard as I was bottomed out, my cock tip kissing her cervix. Her juices washed over my dick, trying to push me out, but her pussy was having none of it. I could feel her warmth trickle out and soak my balls, dripping on sheets that would be going into the wash before the night was through. Britt finally gave up, spent and tired and crashing forward, face down on the bed. Obscenely spread before me, her pussy was an angry red, her lips distended and full, her entire crotch soaked. Her pussy was alive, her lips still wanting to be kissed, pulsing, the mouth of her cunt open gaping, waiting for a darting tongue. I would have been happy to oblige, but my back was having none of it as I slowly reclaimed my length from the greedy pussy that continued to hug me tight. Back on my haunches, I kneed myself to the right, and gently laid Becky's legs onto the mattress before falling to my side. I managed to straighten out my legs as I lay on my back, stretching my feet toward the foot of the bed. Never one to let well enough alone, Becky reached out and drug a fingernail up the sole of my foot and I couldn't even retaliate. Disappointed, the pesky ginger gave up and absentmindedly ran her hand up and down what leg she could reach and I did the same. I think Brit's asleep, Becky whispered softly. Yeah, you did a real number on her, I replied. Her whole body was shaking when she came. Well, I thought I would black out when you came and I had that last big O. Shit, I can't remember the last time I came that hard. Digging her nails in slightly. Yeah, well, not sure how to continue, then opting for humor, my go-to mechanism. If I'd come, it probably would have killed us both. It took a three-count before my words registered and she shot bolt upright and stared at my cock, still hard and ready. You didn't come? How could you not come? 
Now I was worried that maybe she was offended or hurt that her incredibly talented pussy had failed to extract my load. Thinking as fast as my blood-deprived brain would allow. I was so caught up in watching you destroy Brit and then watching and feeling. Emphasizing the feeling part. You getting off, well I guess I was just distracted. I wanted to make sure my girls had a good time. HHMMPH. She grunted with disbelief, spinning around and laying beside me and giving me a deep kiss. Tastes familiar. I said, licking my lips. Yeah. Becky giggled as she reached down and grabbed my cock once more. She has the sweetest pussy. I wrapped her up in my arms and grabbed an ass cheek and pulled her in tight. I kind of think yours tastes like strawberries. Stealing another kiss. Do all redheads taste like strawberries? I asked as my fingers parted her firm form and my middle finger landed on her puckered star, stealing another kiss. You nasty fucker you! She moaned, squeezing me dangerously hard, her butt pushing into my hand. What did he do now? Came the muffled question from the foot of the bed. Britt was still face down, her legs still spread wide. Becky tired hard to stretch out and teased the spent blonde's twat with her toes but I had too good a grip on her ass. First off, she stuttered as my pussy juice slick and finger dipped slightly below the surface. Your boyfriend's trying to stick his finger up my ass. Catching her breath as I slipped into the first knuckle. Secondly, oh god, secondly, he didn't bother to come when her was fucking me, oh shit. Gritting her teeth and glaring at me as I made it to the second knuckle of my middle finger. Groaning and managing to turn onto her side, facing us. Well, did he get you off? Well, oh fuck yeah, uh, well yeah, I came so fucking hard I almost passed out. Ah jeez. She cried softly as I pumped my finger slowly. I felt the gap widen as Britt reached out with her foot and was prying the redhead's leg toward her to get a better view. I lifted my head enough to look over the pile of red hair on my chest to see my love on her side, her head resting in her hand, her arm propped up on the mattress while her left leg was propped the same, exposing her happy snatch which her fingers now lingered over. Well. Brit said softly, making eye contact with me, spreading her pussy lips apart, showing me how wet she still was. Since you got yours and I got mine, thank you by the way, that was incredible. It's only fair that he gets his rocks off, don't you think? The grip tightened on my cock and I dropped my head back to the bed. Well, yeah. Becky moaned loudly as Brit's assistance let me sink my finger the rest of the way into her friend's tight ass. Palm down, I wiggled my finger slightly in her butt and she moaned louder yet. Well then. Brit continued and I felt the bed move and then her hand on my leg as she crawled up us both. I heard the unmistakable sound of lips on but cheeks and then felt her hand pressing down on mine, forcing my finger deeper yet into Becky's ass. I think you should just let him fuck this ass he seems to like so much. Planting a couple more kisses before pushing once more on the back of my hand. Yes. Becky hissed as her ass clinched tightly on my digit and Brit made her way up to meet us. Pausing to nibble on my cock that was still in Becky's tight grip, she continued until she made it to Becky and gave her a lingering kiss before moving up and resting her head on my shoulder. I turned my head and got my kiss. Enjoying yourself? She asked. I gave her one of those dog-like questioning looks and then. Oh yeah. Crooking my busy finger and stroking slightly. Oh fuck me. Becky yelped and we felt her body quake. You're mean. Brit giggled, nibbling on my ear low. She felt me grin in agreement, and gave my ear another quick nip. Pushing off my chest, Brit said, Okay babe, let's do this. Crawling down until she was back at Becky's back door. The redhead moaned as Brit grabbed my hand and slowly pulled the intruder from Becky's tormented ass. Okay Bex, you get his big stick all wet. 
Obediently, Becky got up on all fours and her long red hair cascaded down onto my crotch as her warm lips wrapped themselves around my cock. After a couple of attempts to take me to the root, she lifted her head and licked her lips, gathering the stringy mucus. You're right, strawberry! She giggled. Let me taste! Britt chimed in. Beginning to turn to offer a taste, Becky hooped as Britt wrapped her arm around her waist and slung her over my leg placing her upturned but right where she wanted it. Back to work! She barked, pushing down on the back of the surprised redhead's noggin until her lips came in contact with my cock once more. Extending her tongue to swipe along the bottom of my cock, she moaned as Brit's long and talented tongue swiped a path from her friend's clit and on up until she was dipping it into her pulsating asshole. Satisfied that both parties were equally prepared, Brit took command once more. Okay, lover, this is for you, so you just stay put. Poking me in the thigh. Bex, pulling the redhead up onto her knees and spinning her around. Lover boy loves his reverse cowgirl. You have control, but he gets the view she said seductively. Like teaching a child to ride a bike for the first time, Brit guided her friend into position, my heart unnestled in her ass crack. One last lubrication check. She giggled, bending down and taking my cock into her throat with one smooth motion. Oh fuck. I groaned, half thinking about grabbing her head and making her finish. Okay. She giggled again, a long strand of thick mucus stretched from my cock to her lips. She gathered it up in her hand and pushed on Becky's back bend her forward until her asshole came into view. Britt quickly dipped her tongue into the anxious redhead's ass before slathering the handful of saliva over her star and working a finger inside. Okay, you're both ready, let's do this. Becky raised up and scooted back slightly as Britt held my cock in position. Okay, Bex, let's fuck this cock. My cock pulsed in her grip and she looked at me and smiled and winked. Her winks are dangerous. Oh God. Becky moaned as the tip of my cock broached her tight sphincter. I forgot how big his cock feels in my ass. Yeah. Britt cooed softly, her hand on Becky's shoulder and the other around my cock. I get it all the time and it always surprises me how fucking big it feels, but it feels fucking great. Uh Uh-huh. Becky numbly replied as she slowly took me inside. I was too mesmerized to speak, watching my cock disappear into the impossibly small opening. Halfway, baby. Britt whispered into Becky's ear as she nuzzled her her hand now free of my cock but firmly holding a quivering ass cheek. So fucking full. Becky groaned, her ass hugging my cock, trying to keep it at bay. I had my hands behind my head to improve the view and let the girls have their way with me. I could feel my balls tighten as my cock was nearly fully ensconced in Becky's beautiful but Almost there. Britt coached, her hand still perched on top of her friend's butt, pushing slightly. I think we all three groaned in perfect harmony as her asshole— Stretched and pulsing made contact with my groin. I was balls deep as they say in one of tightest asses I have ever had the privilege to plunder. Just hold it there and get used to it. Britt continued. Becky moaned softly as her inner core massaged my cock and Britt massaged her tits, kissing her lightly on the lips. After just a few seconds Britt shifted till she was straddling my legs in front of Becky. Ready to fuck our man? Again there was a synchronous groan as my cock responded to Britt's question causing Becky's inner walls to ripple along my length. I felt the warm wetness on my knee as Britt ground her wet snatch on it. Britt hugged her tight and they rocked, and I watched my cock slip slowly in and out of her ass as Britt worked herself over my knee. I can't even begin to describe how tight the fit was or how sexy it all looked. Red hair cascading down a perfectly sculpted back, pronounced dimples above a perfect pumpkin but with my cock trying to split her wide open. So. Fucking. Good. 
Becky huffed as she lengthened her stroke, my cock now half exposed briefly before being sucked back inside. I moved my hands down to my side and grabbed handfuls of sheets and began to buck. God, Becky, I grunted, picking her up as I tried to bury myself even deeper. I felt the end coming and I briefly tried to distract myself, thinking of anything else that might prolong the ride. I really wanted to feel my red-headed rider come once more on my shaft. Sorry, Beck, I can't hold it much. It's okay. She managed to pant as she drove for her own release. Give it. Come. 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 And then she screamed and my cock exploded. I grabbed her hips and held her down tight, pushing my load round after round deep inside her. Her inner walls convulsed and stroked the underside of my pulsing member. Brit, hearing our pleas plowed three fingers deep inside the redhead's hungry cunt, driving her over the top. Just before I passed out, I managed to open my eyes enough to see Brit's dark blue eyes staring at me, willing me to give myself completely. One last-fingered coaxing of my cock, along with a wicked grin triggered my final round and I was gone. Very early Sunday morning I woke up in a sweat, real toasty. Blinking a time or two, I regained my bearings and checked my limbs for proper function. I wiggled my toes and fingers and then curled my arms. Soft, warm bodies blanketed me as I lay on my back. Slowly, the tape inside my brain rewound and I recalled the last moments before darkness overtook me earlier. My cock twitched in remembrance too. Then my little buddy told me I had to get up and pee. It's at times like this that I really hate that a small part of my anatomy has such a stranglehold on me. I really wanted to stay put and enjoy the warmth, now that I knew what caused it. Britt and Becky mumbled their displeasure as I tried to squirm them awake, only leading them to hug whatever they held that much tighter. Baby, I said, turning my head to the left, astutely surmising that the tangle of blonde hair covering hers and half of mine was Britt's. Britt, baby, daddy has to get up and pee. But I'm comfy, daddy. She protested in her little girl voice. A snicker arose from the disheveled redhead to my right. Does that make you my daddy too? Well, shit. I mumbled. Don't say shit, daddy. My blonde whispered, barely holding back the laughter. Yeah, daddy. Little Becky answered in a disturbingly sexy juvenile tone. Her sister Britt lost at this time. If I could have shaken my head, I would have. This could only lead to more trouble for yours truly. Well, I'm fucked. I said to myself. At least I thought I did. We know, Daddy, Britt said in hushed tone. I even saw you stick your thing in Becky's poopy hole last night. Don't worry, we won't tell anyone but Becky said she really liked it. Did you like it, Daddy? This was all it took for Becky to bust up in laughter and the chance I needed to escape this torture. I launched myself from the bed and sprinted to the bathroom. The laughter from the bedroom never stopped and I was allowed to take a leak in peace for a change. I stepped into the shower and knew that I wouldn't be alone for long and sure enough, I felt a cold breeze on my ass as my girls opened the shower door. As far as our showers usually go, this one was pretty uneventful but not without a fair amount of kissing and nibbling with soap-slick hands exploring. Becky demanded the signature hair washing package, her grinding on my package while I reached behind her, hugging her as I washed her long hair. Brit assisted, gingerly washing the poor little girl's sore backside. One wash— Rinse and repeat on my favorite blonde and we were soon out of the shower. Funny we haven't seen the others. I remarked, blow-drying Becky's hair as she did Brits in front of her. They both looked at me in the mirror and just sort of shirked in answer. Did one of you do something with the laptop and turn off the TV last night? I asked. Not me. Becky yelled over the roaring of twin hairdryers. After you two worked me over, I don't remember a thing. 
All I know is I want to feel that again. As she bent slightly and tried to wedge my half-hard cock between her butt cheeks. Yeah, you two were next to worthless after that. Brit kidded, winking at me in the mirror. After I pried your sweet ass off his cock, she continued. I cleaned you guys up, turned off the TV, put out the cat, set the coffee maker. You have a cat? Becky squealed, the little girl returning. She glanced at Brit's reflection and my lover couldn't hold back the laugh. You little shit. Becky barked, taking a sweat at her friend's pert butt. Brit bolted, her hair dry enough, and headed to the bedroom, laughing as she went. My little redhead turned to me, pouting, her upper lip turned up. Wouldn't you like to have a little kitty, daddy? I took a fatherly stance while running my fingers through her hair and brushing it out of her eyes, nodding no. She tried a little harder, a heart-wrenching look of disappointment on her face, and I swear her lip quivered like she was about to break down and cry, but I held my ground. No, sweetie. Playing along. We have enough mouths to feed around here as it is. Going for broke, she leaned in and kissed my chest and I gasped as she wrapped her little hand around my cock and stroked it slowly. You're probably right, Daddy. You already have plenty of pussy to play with now as it is. I groaned and pulled her tight, grabbing her ass and lifting her off the floor, bringing her mouth to mine. Her hand still held me tight as my hands split her cheeks and my fingers explored. How the fuck does Brit get anything done with you around? She moaned in my ear as she nibbled on my shoulder. It ain't easy. My stealth one whispered, joining in for a group grope. Just before the point of no return, I released my hold on Becky and her feet found the cold floor. She gave me one last token pout and then turned on her playmate, wrapping her in an embrace and kissing her hard. You know, that wasn't very nice to kid about having a cat. She whined again, back in little girl mode. I'm sorry, baby. Brit replied hugging her and comforting the upset child. I couldn't resist, but other than the bit about the cat and the coffee. No coffee? My turn to whine. No, no coffee, she said in an exhausted tone while the little redhead giggled. But I did turn off the TV and sat the laptop on the dresser, but it's not there now. She raised her eyebrows and tilted her head, questioning, and then all of us knew the answer at once. The girls giggled and bounced out of the bathroom in search of the other two comely housemates. It wasn't a very intensive search as we found them in their bedroom spooning bare ass on top of the covers with the dead laptop on top of the pillows at the head of the bed. Britt carefully crawled up on the bed beside them and brushed Gina's tousled hair off of her face and gave her a gentle kiss on her full lips. The statuesque Amazon was a never-never land, breathing softly, her ample breast cradled in Kate's hand as the little one snuggled in tightly behind her best friend and lover. Britt smiled at us as we stood to side and admired the serene sight. Carefully, Britt leaned over Gina, arching her back to clear her and brushed enough of Kate's ebony mane aside enough to plant a kiss on her cheek. All this time, Becky had been leaning her warm, naked form into my side and I felt her reach again for my manhood, holding it firmly. With a quiet whimper, I looked into her green eyes and she nodded her head back to the bed and my eyes zeroed into what had caught her attention. Still arched over her roomies, our sensuous blonde had spread her knees slightly for balance and her sexy slit wet and wanting, teased us. Brit turned when she heard both Becky and I moan and broke into a big smile watching the transfixed ginger as she slowly stroked my heart on, chewing on her lower lip with her eyes locked onto Brit's backside. Letting out an audible sigh, Brit gave the cuddling couple a parting kiss and slowly backed off the bed. Come here, you horny little girl, she whispered, taking Becky's free hand and quietly led us from the bedroom. I didn't really think a bomb going off outside would interrupt the slumbering duo but Brit drug us both back into the bedroom. What am I going to do with you two? 
she said, pivoting in front of us, hands on her hips in a motherly stance. Bringing the whole MILF thing to an entirely different plane, Brit stared intently at us before zeroing in on the blushing redhead. Well? Our insanely sexy, naked mother figure asked. Becky had released her hold on me and I instinctively took a step to the side to get out of the line of fire. Becky was standing there squirming, looking down at her feet, avoiding eye contact. These girls really miss their calling, I told myself, detaching myself from the scene and quietly taking it in although I noticed I did unconsciously have my hands in front of my privates. I felt mom's eyes on me and I looked up and she smirked and then gave me a knowing wink. Georgie, come stand over here while I figure out what to do with your sister. She nodded to her right and I obediently took my place, again out of arm's reach. Okay young lady, come here. As Britt took a step back and sat on the end of the bed. The little girl, obediently, albeit it slowly, made her way until she stood in front of mom. Her eyes were still glued to the plush carpet. Look at me young lady, the unclothed mother figure said. Sheepishly, the chastised child slowly raised her head until their eyes made contact. In the back of my mind, I knew this is where they would break character. There was no way they could both keep a straight face. Amazingly, like they had been in rehearsal for weeks, they held station. How many times have I told you, young lady, that your brother is not a plaything? My sister dropped her head again and was quiet as she picked at the carpet with her toes. You have to understand. She continued, taking Becky's hands in hers. That girls are inherently smarter than boys so it's our job to keep them in line and make them understand what is right and wrong. Hey! I interjected silently as Britt looked at me and gave that little wink once again as she continued. You remember that we talked about, even though your brother likes it when you play with his penis, it's just something that sisters and brothers don't do. Yeah, but he tickles me and stuff. Yes, well tickling and kidding around is just fine, and I want to see you two enjoy being around each other and playing, but well, it's just not right to touch certain parts of each other. Okay, little Becky replied, glancing quickly at my crotch, which I quickly covered again. But, and she looked up at the ceiling for the question. But okay, how about when we hug? I mean, when we hug, our parts touch and George likes to hug a lot. She giggled and it was my turn to blush. Becky was on a roll now. Especially when we don't have our clothes on mom. The little redhead again played with the carpet nap with her toes. Remind me again why we always take our clothes off when we come home from school or somewhere. None of my friends are naked with their family all the time like we are. Well, caught off guard but rallying back. You don't know what they do when you aren't there, just like we don't take our clothes off when you or your brother have friends over. And the reason we like to be naked, I mean at least, the reason I like to be naked is that is the way I was raised and it just feels right and it feels good to take off your clothes and let the air and sun get to your skin. I think it's the way we were intended to be. No other animals make clothes to cover themselves with, so I'm not sure why we should have to. Becky mulled that over a little. I knew she was stalling and so did Mom. So, Mom continued. No more touching your brother's penis and you. Looking at me. The same goes for you, no touching your sister's vagina or her breasts. But Mom, doing my best whining pout which was evidently not up to standards as they both had to look away to keep from busting a gut but I continued. Becky can touch me here, placing both hands on my chest. How come I can't touch her titties? Again, they both damn near lost it, and it was all I could do not to crack up and just grab them both and take them to the mattress. Well, regaining her composure. The breasts, as I would prefer you call them, are very sensitive and not meant to be handled roughly or poked. She paused, evidently to let it sink in. So do you two understand? 
Yes, mom. We said in harmony and looked at her with what was supposed to pass as remorse. It didn't work. Okay then, but Becky, I still need to punish you for grabbing your brother's penis earlier. But mumim. She really whined. I just said I'd never do it again. Stamping her bare foot for emphasis. Yes, but you said that last time, so you need to be punished. Maybe you'll take this time and I won't have to do it again. Okay. Patting her knee. Oh God. And my cock pulsed and I quickly covered it with both hands. Mom was going to give Becky a spanking. Becky whimpered a bit, but took the position, lying across Britt's lap. Looking down at the carpet, waiting to pay her penance, Becky couldn't see Britt look at me with her blue-slash-black eyes, glistening with excitement, leaving no doubt that she was turned on as much as I was and I wrapped my hand around my heart on. Okay, baby, you know this hurts me as much as it hurts you. She said as her left hand landed squarely on the young redhead's alabaster, but a rosy handprint showing immediately. Becky tired to cry out, but the moan of pleasure overtook it. Britt looked over at me and then at my cock, her eyes now cold black, her tongue licking her lips. Stroke it, she said in a low whisper as she landed another sweat on the opposite cheek without so much as looking down. Un. Little sister groaned as she squirmed in her mother's lap. Britt reached out to me and I moved closer, careful not to bump into sis as mom landed another blow. Becky moaned louder now as Britt closed her eyes and her mouth formed a perfect O. Always the obedient son, I leaned in just enough to let the tip of my throbbing penis kiss her lips and her tongue peeked out and swiped at the dark red head. Becky's moaning was now nonstop and I paused long enough to pry my eyes away from my cock playing at the entrance to mom's warm, wet lips to look out and see that mom now had her daughter's legs spread wider and her fingers played with the vagina that I was forbidden to touch. I thought briefly about continuing with our little drama when I felt Britt's hand reach around and grab my ass and draw my cock into her warm mouth. Ah, fuck! I groaned. Now, George, let's watch our language! Before taking me back into her mouth, swallowing me until I was in her throat. Yeah, George, language! Becky managed to mumble through her moaning, followed by a resounding sweat. Oh, motherfucker! Smack! followed by a visible tremor and more moaning as Britt's fingers resumed to plunder the youngster's pulsing pussy. The ever-talented Britt kept up the pace until she had Becky and I synced and the young redhead cried out, her orgasm racking her lithe young body. At the same time, my end was near and Britt knew it, backing off enough to take me in her hand and jacked my erupting cock into her warm mouth, her lips and tongue teasing the head of my prick until I thought I may pass out for the second time in the last twelve hours. I put my hand on her shoulder and managed not to collapse as she drained me dry. Becky was spent, draped over her mother's legs. Roll over, baby. Britt gurgled. My head cleared enough that I was able to look down and focus as I watched mother and daughter share my load, my viscous seed dripping from mom's sweet mouth into the innocent mouth of my little sister. Well, shit. I moaned as my cock lurched and one last drop of cum eked out onto the carpet as I turned and collapsed on my back onto the bed. I lay there breathing hard and spent, listening to the unmistakable of energetic kissing and then. He said shit mommy. This time we did lose it, and they joined me on the bed and we hugged and kissed, a happy family. Spent, mentally and physically, I snuck upstairs and spent the rest of the day goofing off surfing the web, listening to the four girls giggling and carrying on downstairs. Once or twice one of them would stick her head out the front door and yell up some question about the quickly approaching Thanksgiving weekend but I safely managed to dodge any serious decisions. I was clearly just along for the ride. Thanksgiving weekend actually, the weekend started on Wednesday afternoon. Becky's aunt was hosting the extravaganza and decided that it would all happen at her ranch. 
It was all the girls could do to contain their excitement at the thought of returning to that picturesque spot where we'd had some incredible fun, and I'll admit that my pants got tight every time I thought back to that weekend. My girls also decided that we needed to take the motor home out there again even though Aunt Jeannie insisted that there was more than enough room in the house. She was only going to spend today and Thanksgiving Day and night there as it was a big weekend for her western store. Becky would have to head back into town to work on Sunday, but we were welcome to stay as long as we wanted. All three of them had short schedules that day, and we were loaded up and on the road by mid-afternoon. The traffic was a little heavy. Seems we weren't the only ones sneaking out of town early. The girls all sat on the couches behind me as I navigated the crowded road. I can't wait to see Don again. Kate sighed longingly and the others just broke out in giggles at the little one's dramatic retrospect. Well, I'm sure he'll be glad to see you again, too, Britt said as she looked over at the snickering Gina. I'm still not sure whether or not little Kate is aware of the effect she had on the horny little burrow. Every time, without fail, the horny equine developed an impressive erection whenever Kate gave him any attention at all. Admittedly, if she puts her mind to it, the little vixen can get my motor running without too much effort, but it takes a bit more than simply scratching the top of my nose or between my ears to get it done. Yeah. Katie sighed. It'll be fun to be back and forget about school for a bit before finals. Flopping onto her side and dropping her head onto Gina's lap. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Gina replied, running her fingers through Kate's long black hair. Babe, Britt said from behind me, stretched out on the couch. You doing okay there? Can I get you some water or something? Yeah, a water would be nice. I answered, my eyes straight ahead, keeping an eye on all the yahoos on the road ahead of me. Okie dokie. She answered back and spun off the couch and wandered barefoot back to the kitchen. I glanced at the rear view mirror just as my love opened the refer door and bent at the waist to grab a water off the bottom shelf. Her perfect ass cheeks peeked out of her shorts, perched upon her perfectly sculpted legs. Gina let out a long wolf whistle. Nice ass babe. Her eyes locked onto the sight as well. Britt giggled and gave us a couple shakes and then stood back up straight and hip-checked the fridge closed. Don't forget to latch the door. I yelled back over my shoulder. Yes, sir. She barked back and the other two laughed at our exchange. Here you go, Captain. My blonde beauty said, cracking open the bottle and putting it in the holder before landing in the co-pilot's seat. Thanks, babe. Taking a long pull of the bottle. Placing it back in the holder, I watched as she threw her sexy feet up onto the dash and stretched like a cat. The shorts rode up her long legs and her shirt rose when she stretched exposing her firm midsection. I had to readjust myself in my seat. A uh, baby, make sure you buckle up. Yes, sir. She groused, twisting around to find the belt, her beautiful but on display once more. Keep your eye on the road, I told myself, looking out the windshield. There. She sighed, finally settled in and buckled up. So, baby, did you and Becky talk at all about her aunt or anything? Clueless, I replied. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, when Becky was at our place, did she talk to you about, uh, did she mention anything about us and, well, you know, last time? Very unbrit-like, she was tongue-tied, but the Everett front, no BS Gina chimed in. Geez, Brit, what she trying to say, babe, is that Becky talked to us about being a little nervous about Thanksgiving, what with Aunt Ginny being a peeping cougar and all. I think Becky is convinced that her aunt knows that we know about the cameras and recordings, and that is part of the reason we are having Thanksgiving at the ranch. Yeah. Britt took over. Becky doesn't know what the next move should be, or even if there should be a next move. She paused a second to see if I wanted to say anything, but I stared straight ahead and maybe grunted. Anyway, 
Becky is almost certain that she knows we know cause she keeps talking about us, but mainly you, and about the ranch. She asked if would be okay if she asked you some questions about some work she thinking of doing on the barn. Well Becky could only answer yes, but then she started thinking more and getting nervous and well. Good lord Brit. Gina injected again. George, Becky is nervous that Aunt Ginny wants to back you into a dark corner of the barn and have you plow her back forty. I thought about stalling and making a joke about her getting her terminology right and that plowing was generally done outside of the barn, not in it, but Kate's boisterous laughter caught us all off guard. She quickly sat up. Her eyes grew big when she noticed the other girls weren't laughing with her. You mean she was serious? They both nodded and Gina pulled her in and hugged her, comforting the innocent one. Britt wasn't buying it though. Really Kate, you didn't think that Becky was seriously worried about Ginny coming on to George? You're the resident expert on porn and we've caught you watching videos about the stepmother having her way with her stepson or my favorite, the innocent babysitter ending up with her face buried in her next-door neighbor's middle-aged pussy. Well, yeah. The little one beginning her defense. That's just all fantasy and make-believe. Yes, for the most part it is. Big sister Gina reassured her. But it does happen in real life. It has to. Those guys writing porn can't be that creative. Yeah, I guess you're right. The little one replied, chewing on a fingernail, her mind swirling around the possible scenarios. There are a bunch of sites on the net that are just about older men and women hooking up with others our age. I don't know if I could do it though. Scrunching up her little nose. Wait a minute. Gina straightened up, nearly vaulting Katie off her lap. Aren't you the one who gave our older? Throwing up the air quotes. Business partner a blow job behind the counter of our store? Well, yeah, but that was, well, he really need. I mean, I felt sorry for. Kate squirmed in her seat and finally defeated Side. Okay, I like the guy and it turned me on that I could tease him and get him, you know, all excited. I guess I kind of felt guilty that I got him all hard and everything and it would be mean to just leave him that way. Anyway, he had a pretty nice dick for an old guy and it didn't take near as long to get him to come as it does George. She huffed and crossed her arms, satisfied that she had explained her say out of that corner. Gina wasn't done, though. And you liked it, too. So back to Aunt Ginny. She's been watching her niece, George, and the rest of us having sex all over her property, and it obviously really turns her on. From what Becky says about her and the couple times we've been around her, I think the old girl would probably rape Loverboy if she thought she could get away with it. I just shook my head and pretended like I wasn't hearing this conversation as I stared down the road. I heard Brit stifle a laugh. Yeah, well, the little aunt started in, feeling she needed to defend herself or maybe even me. So yeah, maybe I did like making Johnny pop his cork and yeah, maybe I did get myself off while I did him. But, but, but what if George doesn't want to, you know, what if he doesn't want to make, uh, what if he can't, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, just say it, girl. Gina barked. What if lover boy doesn't want to make an old lady's fucking wet dreams come true? Shit, if she has her head turned on, I'll bet she'd make sure she got bones somewhere that she could make sure it was taped and she'd get off on that until she went to the great beyond. By now, Brit had lost it and was doubled over laughing, the seatbelt the only thing keeping her in her seat. Me, I was kind of dumbfounded at this point. Fighting to catch her breath, my true love, the one I saw spending the rest of my life with asked. So baby, fighting to subdue her laughter. So, would you plow Aunt Virginia's field if she asked you real nice? Now Gina joined in on the laugh fest and I looked in the rear view and saw Kate sitting there, still a perplexed look on her face as her two roomies laughed until tears rolled down their cheeks. Katie caught me looking in the mirror and I gave her a wink, 
and she gave me a subdued grin, knowing I had something in mind. I let Gina and Britt get over themselves and I took a sip of water and handed it to my love and as she sipped I said, I'll bet Ginny gives a real mean blowjob, what with all the practice she's probably had over the years. Britt spewed a fine mist over the dash and turned to me and glared. What? I said, hunching my shoulders as I looked back to the road. It kind of sounds like you've already got me pimped out and I actually think that Ginny is beautiful woman and as near as I can tell, she's taken care of herself and if she's been without a man for as long as I think she has, I'll bet she'll be a hell of a lot of fun in the hay. A quick glance told me that Britt was still a bit shell-shocked, so I continued. And I recall when we met her for a fitting and I told you that she felt me up when she was checking my inseam, that one of you, and I don't recall which, but one of you definitely said that you would do her without a second thought. They quickly exchanged glances, trying to get the others to admit that they were the ones that had expressed their admiration for the country cougar. I just resumed my duties behind the wheel and let that past couple minutes digest. Britt cut herself loose from the co-pilot's seat and joined her crew behind me on the couch, and a whispering confab went on for a couple of minutes. Okay. Britt, their fearless leader began. We'll all admit that we're all a bit curious as to what it would be like to experience an older woman on a sexual level. Yeah, she might teach you a thing or two. I interrupted, only to feel the burning glare on the back of my head. Yes. She continued. There may be something to be learned at a historical level. My turn to hold in a snicker. And we were talking and thinking that as we get older, it might be fun to be made love to by a younger, strong and virile man, you know, to remind us how it was in the good old days. She paused, thinking she'd draw me into her trap, defending my future self. I glanced at the mirror and caught them looking at each other in defeat. So no, we haven't already sold your services, but now that I say it, I'll bet we could make some serious coin for the next few years still trying to get a rise out of me. Another glance in the mirror let me know that she was done, ready to surrender. Yeah, right. Okay, babe, she said, taking her spot back in the passenger seat, the other two moving up behind us on the couches. Seriously, what do we, or more likely, what do you do if you find yourself in a somewhat compromised situation with Ginny? Well, I guess first and foremost, what about Becky? She's the one I'm really more concerned with in this situation. I mean, other than you three. I paused for the obligatory ass, and that's so sweet of you. I continued. Did she give you guys any clue as to what she might expect or what she would be okay with? You know, Britt replied. As much as we talked about it, I don't think she really gave any definitive type of answer. I really think that, like us, she's more concerned about her friends than her aunt. She obviously loves her aunt and wants only the best for her, and in a way, I kind of think that if Aunt Virginia did something naughty that Becky knew about, it would make it easier on her about our situation. So Ginny obviously knows about all of us, but she and Becky have never outwardly acknowledged it, and even though I'd bet the moon that Ginny knows that we know about her video surveillance fetish, she'd like to think that Becky is in the dark about it. I turned to Britt, and she nodded her head in agreement. Yeah, I think that's about how it stands. I'm not sure either of them will really want to fess up to the other, not knowing what the honest reactions would be on either side. Well, hell, I said as I took the turn off the main road and took to the two-lane that headed for the ranch. I guess we'll just have to play it by ear and see how it goes. I just don't want to do something that will ruin our relationship with either of them and certainly not between each other. We drove on silently the rest of the way, turning onto the ranch road and passing through the unlocked gate. I hadn't slipped it into park before the girls bolted out the door. Brett and Gina headed for the house while little Kate headed toward the corral in search of her buddy, the burrow. I took a few minutes to shut down the coach, set the levelers and make sure everything was shipshape. 
Well, hello there, good looking, came the seductive Limmature greeting. Well, hey, Jin. I stuttered as I turned and looked at a different Aunt Virginia. The few times we've seen each other has been at her store, and she was dressed in varying Western outfits, apropos for the job. It was a good look on her, and she made sure that there was never a question that she was of the female persuasion, a bit of cleavage and jeans that fit just right. Now, though, the cowgirl was gone and a SoCal beauty stood in the doorway. Her long hair hung loose over a strained v-neck tee. The screen-printed Nirvana tour art nearly obscured what appeared to be substantially hard nipples. Odd, it's not cold out. The shirt was tucked into a pair of cut-off denim shorts that showed off a pair of strong and shapely legs. A pair of vintage red keds adorned her tiny feet. She took the couple steps up to the main floor and did a slow turn, looking over her shoulder, never losing sight of my face. So, she said softly, pausing to shake her tush before facing me again. It's good to see you again, too. Her eyes taking a quick glance downward. The nearly imperceptible nod brought me back to the present, and I sensed a tightening in my shorts. Ah, uh, yeah, Ginny, it's good to see you again. Stepping forward to give her a hug. I leaned in slightly for an appropriate hug, you know, when you hug and you're cheek to cheek, arms loosely wrapped around each other. I breathed in her subtle intoxicating scent grateful that there was safe gap between the rest of our bodies and then quickly broke our embrace having lost track of how long we had really held each other. Ah, uh, yeah, well. I stuttered, holding her out at arm's length. Wow, Ginny, you look great. I mean, I wouldn't have recognized you out of your, well, I mean not in your, well, shit. I felt myself turning red and Ginny let out a girlish giggle. Thanks, George. She beamed as she did another quick pirouette. You didn't really think I just wore western clothes because I own a ranch and a western wear store, did you? After all, I am a California girl, born and bred. Yeah, well, I guess I'm probably guilty of that since it's all I've ever seen you wear. But I'll be the first to thank God for warm California fall days. This time I took my time and did a flirtatious up and down scan of her as she posed and straightened out her back, thrusting her girl's front and center. And I've always been a Nirvana fan. Ginny laughed and gave them a little shimmy before she hugged me again, her head against my chest and her firm tummy grinding into my crotch. With a sigh of resignation, she let me go and turned and reached back for my hand. We better join the others or they'll start thinking we're doing something naughty in here. Giving a quick wink before she lead me out the door. Just outside the coach, the brain of a donkey blistered the air. Ginny turned and saw Kate's perky, shorts clad but sticking out as she had half crawled through the corral fence her arms wrapped around the neck of the happy and obviously horny little equine. I'd better go save that little girl before that oversexed little stud drags her into the corral and tries to have his way with her. She huffed. Becky's in the house. I'll see you in a few after I make sure everything is okay out here. Letting go of my hand and turning to go to Kate's rescue, but not before reaching back and giving me a little pop on the butt. Sure that Katie was in good hands, I walked over to the house and walked in the front door like I owned the place. George came the excited squeal from the red-headed streak headed my way. I braced myself as she launched herself from halfway across the living room and wrapped her arms around my neck and her long, bare legs around my waist. With laser precision, her lips found mine and she wrestled my tongue with hers as I grabbed a couple hands full of firm ass and hung on for the ride. It's so good to see you. She panted, her green eyes boring into mine. You'd think we hadn't seen each other in months. I gave her but another loving squeeze and turned to set her but on the back of the couch. She reluctantly let go of my neck to steady herself on her upholstered perch, but her legs stayed put. It's good to see you too. 
I said, running my hands along the outside of her tight thighs until I reached the underside of her knees and tickled her. She giggled, unwittingly kicking me free. Hey, that wasn't fair. She pouted back on her feet and on my tail as I went in search of the Brit and Gina. Hey, babe. Brit said as I walked into the kitchen to find her and her long-legged Amazonian princess sitting on the counter, their bare feet swinging as they sipped tall glasses of iced tea. I hear that Becky found you. She smiled. Yeah, I said, glancing over my shoulder at the beaming redhead. We got the same greeting, Gina said in a sultry tone, her eyes on the exuberant ginger. Guys, Becky said with an exhausted sigh as she took a spot next to Gina on the counter. My aunt is driving me nuts. You guys couldn't get here soon enough. Huh, I said, helping myself to a glass and rummaging around for the ice in the freezer. I just saw her in the motorhome before I came in. She seemed okay to me. Good thing Katie was with you. Becky sighed again, looking down at the floor. Actually, Kate was out at the corral getting down all worked up. I laughed, turning and looking at Becky who looked back with eyes bugged out. Virginia had you alone, cornered with nowhere to run and you came out unscathed? She asked with sincere trepidation. Yeah. I laughed again. A couple of nice hugs, but no groping or anything. Giving her an accusing look. Yeah, okay. She snickered. But geez, she's been making me nuts for the last few days. Yeah, we kind of suspected something like this may come up, didn't we? Britt asked the other two. They nodded in agreement. So, what are you thinking? She directed to Becky. Shit, I don't know. She sighed in resignation. I kind of wish we hadn't found out about her video peeping, but still, God, she's been so much happier since that weekend we spent up here. I mean, she acts twenty years younger, and George, what did you think of that outfit she had on? I mean little shorts and that tight t-shirt and no bra, come on. There was a pause, awaiting my reply. Actually, I thought she looked pretty good. She got a great set of wheels. I took a sip of tea, not looking for their reaction. Wheels? Oh, legs, yeah, good legs run in our family, she said, kicking hers to and fro. She contemplated the floor for a couple seconds and then looked back my way. So you think she looks pretty good for her, well, for her age? Come on, Bex, I said as I walked up to her and put a hand on her left thigh and gave her a reassuring peck on the lips. You know she's a good-looking woman and she obviously takes good care of herself, so yeah, she looks great. In fact, I said pausing to get her to look me in the eye. I got a little wood when she hugged me with those big old titties mashed against me. I hugged her tight before she could take a swing at me. George! She squealed, wriggling in my hug as the other two laughed at her attempts to get at my privates, safely protected by the overhanging countertop. I held her tight until I felt her body relax in defeat, tilting my head back to look into her eyes. She tried to glare at me, but then broke into a grin. You little shit! I gave her another hug and backed quickly out of harm's way. Okay. Britt, the chairman of the board, took over. So, Becky, we knew something might transpire this weekend and we, all of us, George included this time, kind of talked it over and I think, unless something has changed in the last hour. Glancing my way. I think we're all in agreement that we'll just have to play it by ear. What we really discussed is that you are our real concern here. You're part of the family and we don't want to do anything that will screw up what we have and we also don't want to do anything that will cause problems between you and Ginny. Thanks, guys, she sighed, wiping away a little tear. Gina reached over and pulled her into a side hug and kissed the top of her head, leaving her head on the brunette's shoulder. I guess that's my concern, too, and it sounds simple the way you put it. I've probably been making this more complex than it really is. 
We all just nodded silently in agreement, and she continued. The more I've thought about it, I think my aunt was a lot like me when she was my age and well, pausing to make sure she had my eye. I'd like to think that when I get to be her age, I'd be able to cut a stud like George from the herd and take a shot at breaking him. She blushed and gave a little snicker before diverting her eyes. That's just what we said. Brit hooped as she bounded off the counter and wrapped the redhead in a big hug, Gina contorting to join in. I just sort of stood there, not sure I should join in on the hug fest or not. There were soft whispers and muted giggles coming from the huddle as I refilled my glass. They broke ranks and all three looked at me as though waiting for some kind of heavy revelation or something. So? I asked. Jesus, George. My blonde lover said, exasperated. Becky, you explain it to him. Well, still a little uncomfortable with it all. If the opportunity presents itself in you, and I emphasize if you are good with it, then I guess it's okay for you to, well, it's okay if you plow my aunt's field. Rolling her eyes and shaking her head. Yeah, Brit yelped. And if I'm around, I'll join you. Me too. Gina laughed, hugging the exasperated redhead to her side once more. God, guys. Becky moaned as we heard the front door open. Where is everybody? The cougar in question yelled. Becky moaned again as her friends giggled once more. Ginny virtually skipped into the kitchen with the burrow whisperer close behind. There you are, she said gleefully as the girls quickly slid off the counter, like they really shouldn't have been up there in the first place. Look at you gorgeous girls. She gushed as she wrapped them both in big hugs. Gina broke into a little smile as the older woman nestled her cheek into her chest pillows and hugged her for an extra couple of counts. I gave Gina a knowing wink and she blushed slightly. Speaking of gorgeous, Britt said as she held Ginny's hand and spun her in a circle. I think we may found our next model, babe. Oh, aren't you sweet, Ginny said, her turn to blush. No, really, Ginny, you look really hot, Britt gushed. Good enough to eat, Gina added in tone that had all of us blushing. Yeah, well, Becky stuttered. Hey, Katie, she said excitedly and hugged the little one like a life preserver. So did you find Don okay? Yeah, she said, backing out of the hug and then looking at all of us accusingly. Did you guys know that when I'm around Don, he gets all excited? We looked at her blankly. I mean, how could you not notice that when I hug him, or even scratch him between the ears, he gets all, I mean, he gets, well, hell, he gets a boner bigger than anything I've ever seen. She stood there with that stern look, her arms crossed across her perky tits as the girls busted up. She glared at them and I abstained from laughing, but I may have smirked a little trying to hold it in. So, does anyone need anything to eat or can you wait a bit for dinner? Ginny asked as she hoisted herself up on the counter where the girls had sat. She gave Becky a little knowing wink. I think we're okay, Britt replied. I didn't even think about dinner tonight. I've just been dreaming about a big old turkey dinner tomorrow. Well, we'll have that, won't we, Becky? Yeah, the redhead laughed. We brought in enough food to feed an army, all the traditional stuff. We've got the turkey, and we even have a small ham we can heat up. Then there's yams and green beans, stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy, two kinds of cranberries, biscuits, you name it, we must have it. Well, I picked up a few bottles of that Nuvi Wachakalit wine that comes out at Thanksgiving every year, that and some beer. I added, and you just point us in the right direction and we'll do whatever we can to help. Gina said excitedly. Oh, and I forgot. Becky jumped in and then gave her aunt an accusatory look. We have enough pie that I think everyone can have one of their own. Well, Ginny said in her defense. I wasn't sure what everyone liked, so I just got an assortment. 
and then probably stuck her tongue out at her niece. All right, so if you call I'll wait till later, I have some burgers we can do on the grill for dinner, along with some fresh corn on the cob, so just kick back or whatever. I'll let Becky and you girls figure out where everyone is bunking and if I could. George, I've got some ideas for some work I want to do on the barn and I'd like to bounce them off of you if you don't mind. Gladly. I answered. Lead the way. Great. She said with a big smile, reaching out to take my hand. I looked over my shoulder as I was being lead out and all four of the girls were making little kissy faces and other rude gestures. My turn to stick my tongue out. We walked toward the barn and as we began to pass the motorhome I said. Hey, I could use a beer. Do you want one? Yeah, what the hell? It's five o'clock somewhere, right? She answered. Girl after my own heart. I quickly answered, kind of wishing I hadn't as I let go of her hand and quickly made my way to the coach. Back outside, she took her beer and my hand and we walked on into the barn. Now needless to say, I was just a tad nervous, but as previously discussed, planned and voted on, I was going to play it by ear. Let's sit over here. She said, leading me to a bench against the side wall. I noticed it was out of sight from the main door. George, sitting down and patting the bench beside her. I'm glad you and the girls could come out this weekend. It's been a long time since we had anything that resembled a family get-together out here. Well, thanks again for having us. I know the girls are all getting homesick and are headed home in a few weeks. But this will be real nice for them too, and me. Yeah, Ginny said, taking a sip from the bottle. From what I've seen and what Becky has told me, you and those three beautiful young ladies are damn near family and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you sort of adopting my niece. Being the only real family she has around and working as much as I do, well, I feel a little guilty, like I haven't done enough for her. I heard a little sniffle and automatically went into comforting mode. Without thinking, I put my hand on her knee and gave a reassuring squeeze. Hey, from everything I've seen and heard from Becky, you have done a hell of a job as family for her. She loves you and wants the very best for you and I'm not saying she worries, or there's anything to worry about, but you are uppermost in her mind all the time. I went to give her knee another squeeze before noticing that she had her hand on mine. Her hand squeezed mine. I appreciate that baby. Lord knows I'm not perfect, but I do the best that I can and I am really proud of the beautiful woman she's become, beyond her good looks, which runs in the family by the way. She paused. No argument from me. Another squeeze of the knee but she's smart as a whip too. She continued. And I'm proud of her and also a little envious too. She paused for another sip. I had fun back in my day, but sometimes I think I let my work get in the way and I miss out on some things. I mean, they say you don't miss what you never had, but lately I think I could put up a pretty good argument against that line of thinking. She sighed again and took a longer sip this time. I was nervously waiting for the hammer to fall. We must have sat there for a couple minutes and I nursed my beer and I sensed her brain was in high gear. Setting her beer down beside her, she turned until her leg met mine and then took my hand off her knee and held in both of hers and looked me in the eye. George, like I said, I really like you and the girls and I think I know you fairly well, what with Becky's help and all, so George, can I trust you to keep what we say now a secret between us? Well, yeah. I gulped, a bead of sweat breaking out on my brow. I guess so, uh, yeah, sure, as long as it doesn't hurt Becky. She smiled a big smile and brought my hand up and kissed it. I'm so glad you answered that way because this is really all about Becky. She seemed to pause like she was waiting for some sort of reaction or something from me, but I held tight as she continued. Anyway, as you know, other than her mother, she is the only family I have and well, I'm getting older and I need to start doing a little planning. First off, 
I stopped her. You may be a bit further along than the rest of us in calendar years, but lady, I don't know your age or want to for that matter, but you're looking pretty fucking sexy if you asked me, which of course you didn't. I nearly broke a front tooth with the beer bottle trying to shut myself up and I stared straight ahead waiting, just waiting, and then felt the soft kiss on my cheek, followed by another. I finally turned to her and she had this devilish smile and she fairly glowed. You do have a way with words and that one sentence means more to me than you can imagine. I could burn the turkey and everything that goes with it, and this would still be the best weekend I've had in a long while, so thank you for that. Putting her hand on my thigh and giving it a firm squeeze. Anyway, regardless of my age or how sexy I am. Throwing her hair back and thrusting her chest out, eliciting a laugh from me, along with a slightly noticeable tightening of the shorts. What I wanted to discuss, or at least bounce off you is something I've been thinking about, well since you and the girls came around. Again, this is just between you and me at least for the time being. I nodded my head, willing my dick to behave as it was dangerously close to Ginny's caressing hand. So, where do I begin? Uh, well, okay, bottom line, I want to bring Becky into the business. I don't know at what level, or what all the legal mumbo-jumbo involves, but eventually I want to leave it all to Becky, the business and the ranch and my condo in the city. Well, I said, pretty profound, huh? But you're not talking about for a long time. I mean, you're well, look at you. Another wave of blush ran over me as she laughed. You are so smooth and cute, I could just eat you up, she said, reaching up to hug my neck and was nearly sitting in my lap as she laid another kiss on my cheek, this one dangerously close to my mouth. You're right, I'm not figuring on punching my ticket anytime soon, but damn it, I've got a load of e-tickets that I need to redeem before it is too late, some of you won't get the Disneyland reference, sorry. No, what I want to do is start getting Becky on board as co-owner or however the lawyers say we have to word it, and start taking some time for myself. After seeing how your girls have run their skimpy bathing suit business and gone on with school and your and that hot little Brit's business dealings, well I've paid more attention to Becky at work and given her more responsibility, and I have no doubts that she could take over the store tomorrow, and we'd never miss a beat. She paused and emptied her bottle and then without a second thought reached across me and grabbed mine mashing those big hooters right into my lap. Straightening back up, she took a quick sip and then handing it back to me with a sorry, I should have asked smirk. So, what do you think? She asked, glancing down quickly before reacquiring my eyes. Well, clearing my throat and taking another sip. I think you're right, Becky is more than capable of running the store and if you chose to give her a stake in it, I know she'd be more than determined to make it work. I think she really likes the work and I think she has a good handle on trends and such. Handing her back the bottle. So what would you do with all your spare time then? Well, for one thing, I'd definitely travel. There's a lot of this world, hell, this country, that I'd like to see and I've been checking out tours and groups, that kind of thing. It'd be a good way to meet new people. That's another thing about you guys coming along. I'd forgotten what it was like to be around people that you didn't work with. I don't really have any friends outside of work because that's about all I do is work. Even when I'm not at work, it's all I think about. When you came into the store that first time, Becky's life changed, and for the better and I could see it, and well, I want some of the same. That last line came out a little throatier, the content up for interpretation. My mind quickly went to the dirty side and my dick wanted to too. I gave her a sideways glance and the want in her eyes was undeniable. You know, she said softly, glancing up at the eye in the sky, her super, high power, high-definition security camera. My eyes followed hers. Yeah, we know. Then back to hers. I knew you knew. Her hand now in my lap, 
her knowing fingers wrapped around my growing member. We knew you knew we knew, I said, taking it one confusing step further than necessary. Ginny was breathing hard and her nipples were trying to disrupt the Nirvana tour. Without a second thought, I had my arm around her and pulled her into my lap. Our lips slammed together and we moaned into our kiss, our tongues exploring. Ginny squirmed in my lap, my cock now at full capacity, raring to go, but kissing this older woman was way too much fun. My hands wandered over the screen print, and I thumbed her heart and nips. It sounded like oh good or something like that as I tormented her. Reaching down, she yanked the shirt out of the top of her shorts, begging me to make full contact. Only too happy to oblige, I slipped my hand up along her amazingly tight tummy and wrapped my fingers around an enormous, firm, mature breast. She moaned again, her hips swiveling, trying to get my heart on to drill its way through numerous layers of fabric. Running out of air, we parted, continuing to groan and squirm and nibble. I kissed her soft neck and traveled to her ear, running my tongue in and around before taking her lope and sucking it between my lips. Ah, shit! She cried, her body clenching, her nipple between my fingers throbbed. Pushing back, she stared at me with a little bit of fear in her eyes. How did you? Did you just make me? I brushed her hair back over her ear and gave it a little kiss, causing her to shiver. I guess so. I whispered. I never. She sighed, snuggling into my chest, her hand over mine to keep me at bay. After a minute to catch her breath, she wiggled a little, making sure I was still interested I guess. I was. May I? She asked, that wanting look back in her eyes. I don't know why, but I wanted to tease her a little. May you what? She caught on quick. Becky said you could be a turd sometimes. Those were her words, a turd? Well, I may have cleaned it up, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, I guess I've always preferred straight talk, you know, shooting from the hip. Proud of my western inference. Yeah, well, I guess it's close to the hip. She laughed, pushing her butt down hard, causing me to grab her around the waist and draw her up, her full tit mashed against me, looking me in the eye. So you want straight talk? Okay, how's this? George, I'm tired of rubbing my pussy raw watching you fuck those four gorgeous young girls in my barn. I want to see it for myself, hold it, stroke it, suck it, and then ride that big fucking thing until I come all over it, and you fill my tight old cunt with your hot seed. How's that straightforward enough for you? I just nodded dumbly as I lifted her off my lap and pulled my shorts down to my ankles. I sat there, smiling stupidly as my hard cock pulsed against my belly. Oh honey, Ginny said breathlessly as she locked eyes on my cock quickly pulling her shirt up over her head and pushing her shorts to the floor, stepping out of them. Wearing only her red tennis shoes, she stood before me and let me appraise her. Her tits stood proud and firm, probably with a little surgical assistance, but who am I to judge? Her belly was flat and toned, and she had a real hourglass figure with womanly hips. I squinted, trying to focus on the intersection of her muscular thighs, and she giggled. I saw all the girls were shaved, so I thought I'd give it a try. What do you think? My cock throbbed and she clapped and tittered like a five-year-old getting a new puppy. I held my hand up and pointed my finger down, signaling I wanted her to turn. I evidently didn't have enough blood in my vocal cords to speak. She turned and from the back, she could have been eighteen. It was kind of amazing. Her legs were perfect, toned and shapely and her ass was a perfectly symmetrical pair of taut globes that protruded out just the right amount. Above was a slim waist and a couple cute dimples, and wait, was that? I caught my breath and she looked over her shoulder and figured out where I was zoomed in. It's a rose. I got it in college. I don't know if she knows, but Becky's mother has one just like it. 
With that she gave her but a little wiggle and then turned back around. So it's all okay? She asked as she stepped forward and looked down at the droplet that emerged from the end of my cock. She didn't wait for an answer as she reached out and smeared the droplet with her index finger before taking it up to her lips and sucking it in between her soft lips. Nice, she said, licking her lips as she stepped back and grabbed the back of my knees and drug my ass out to the edge. Taking me in one hand and then the other, like she was gripping a bat, her lower hand rested on my balls, the other resting on the lower hand and she surveyed how much hard flesh was left protruding skyward. Looks like over three hands high. She moaned before dropping her head down and taking the head of my cock into her mouth. Sweet Jesus. I moaned as she sucked while her tongue played. Soon both hands, both lips, the tongue, all of it was giving me the once-over. It's better than it looks on the big screen. She moaned to herself as she slowly jacked my slick dick. You don't know that this means to me, baby. She said, looking up as she kissed the tip and then ran the tip of her tongue around the hole, teasing. She continued to work and talk and suck and lick. I want to make you come, baby. I want to feel you fill my mouth your big load. I want to swallow your cum like the other girls do. The last line got my attention and my cock tightened. Her hands on my balls gave me away. You ready to come for me, George? I can let you come no because I know that you can come again, can't you, honey? I nodded and squinched up my face. I was about to blow. Just in the nick of time, Aunt Virginia locked her loving lips around my throbbing cock and I jettisoned load after load of hot cum into this beautiful woman's talented mouth, and she swallowed greedily, her tongue and lips working for every drop I had to offer her hands jacking my shaft and massaging my balls. Ginny! I moaned as the hungry cougar drained me, working me until I saw stars. I finally had to reach under her arms and drag her off my cock and into my lap. My still-quaking member captured between us, her legs around my waist, I kissed her hard, my hands now on her firm, girlish but pulling her in tight. Her hard nipples cut into my chest and she moaned in our kiss, her pussy jammed against my cock. My balls were wet both from her lips, the ones my tongue now played with and the ones that begged to suck on my manhood. I don't think I can wait much longer. She whimpered as I moved my attention back to her sensitive ears. She ground her pussy lips on my erection, arching her back, thrusting her anxious sex. My hand still had a good grasp on her back end, one hemisphere per hand. I helped her grind on me, splitting her cheeks apart, the errant finger probing, searching for her puckered star. Without effort, my middle finger easily slipped into her nether region, and she gasped slightly. Turning her head slightly, her blue eyes locked onto mine as her ass sucked on my finger. You found me out. She panted haltingly, riding my digit. I'm a bit of an anal whore, she admitted proudly. But I've never had a log like this shoved up my ass before. Writhing on my now, revitalized cock. For now, though. She panted, the top of her head on my chest— looking down between us, my cock winking at her. Would you allow me to fuck that big, beautiful cock of yours? I've thought of nothing else for the longest time. She looked back at me, tears of desire in her eyes. Who was I to deny her? I gave her a soft kiss and to her disappointment. I withdrew my finger from her ass and reacquired my grip on her butt cheeks. She quickly caught on as I lifted her ass in the air and scooted mine forward. Leaning back, I lifted her up further until she could reach down with one hand and guide me to her slick entrance. I lowered her slightly until the deep purple tip rested between her mature labia. Bending forward, she looked down and had a clear view of our joining. Oh God! She moaned as I slowly let her slip down my length. Her pussy was unbelievably tight, and I stalled after a couple inches. It's better than I dreamed. 
she said in a guttural whisper as her pussy fluttered on my cock. More please, she whispered, never losing sight of our connection. I eased her down a few more as I felt her pussy convulse, her inner walls undulating along my length. I held her until her orgasm subsided, and she moaned again, and then looked at me, tears of pleasure rolling down her cheeks. I never come. An aftershock rolled through. Shit, she groaned, sweat breaking out on her brow. I want the rest of that cock, but if you touch my clit, I may fucking die. She half chuckled. Well, we'll make sure that doesn't happen. I said softly, slowly jacking her up and down on my dick. I can't have you dying before I get a chance to make love to that sweet ass of yours. Oh, baby. She moaned as she leaned in and we kissed, enough of a distraction to let me bury the rest of my bone deep inside her hot tunnel. Ginny gasped, sucking the air from our kiss and I held her down tight as her pussy convulsed once more, a bigger orgasm taking over the sex-starved woman. Her body shook as I held her tight to my chest and I ran my hand up her soft back and brushed her hair to one side, trying to cool her off a little. Smaller orgasms rocked her as she slowly came down, her breathing back to normal. I need to back up, she whispered, pushing on my chest, groaning as she felt my cock, still harder rock, slowly being ejected. Unwilling to give me up completely, she stopped with a couple inches to go. Looking down, everything glistened. My chest and her tits were slick with perspiration and my cock shined in a layer of her juices. I didn't realize how badly I needed that, she said with a smile. I don't know that I've ever come that hard or that easily. You are amazing, running her hand over my chest, combing the slick hair on my pecs. I'm really jealous of those girls now. She gave me a sad smile and then she thought she'd give me a start working those kegels, hugging my cock. I quickly retaliated, flexing my member, causing her to yelp. You are a little turd. She laughed, rocking forward to take me in a little more. You feel so good inside me, but I know what will feel better. She said haltingly as she rocked that couple inches back and forth. What's that? I inquired as I tweaked a nipple, causing her pussy to contract again. Little shit. She moaned again before pushing back completely my soaked hard-on free and slapping my belly. Ginny jumped down like a spry gymnast and looked around until she found what she was looking for. She grabbed a saddle blanket off a shelf and spread it on the floor. Walking back to where I still sat on the bench, she leaned over and took my cock into her mouth once more and sucked and licked her juices off, leaving a heavy coating of saliva dripping from my cock. Palming my balls, she looked up at me. What I really want to feel is this hard cock of yours explode inside me. I want to feel your cum fill my pussy as I come all over your cock again. She took my hand and I stepped back onto the floor, and she led me to the blanket. Releasing my hand, she lowered herself to the floor, down on hands and knees. I want you to fuck me from behind. You're my stud and I want you to take me like a mare in heat. Thankfully she didn't whinny, but she did shake her tail at me before reaching back with one hand and spreading her cheeks. You can have my ass later. Slipping a couple fingers effortlessly inside. But now I want you to fill my pussy with that big old cock and don't stop until you blow your load. I didn't need to be told twice as I stepped forward and accessed the situation. Not much bigger than little Kate. Her ass is pretty close to the floor and doing it doggy for any length of time turns into a backbreaker. Given how easy it is to get Ginny off however, and the fact that I was about halfway there before, my knees and back may be just fine. Only one way to find out. I dropped down onto the horse blanket and suddenly realized that I hadn't been offered a free sample of the pussy du jour, so without warning, I ran both arms under hips and picked up her back end and unceremoniously buried my face. Ginny hooped and planted her hands, 
pushing back to keep from face-planting on the blanket. What the? Oh my, un, 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 fucking sweet cheese, un, 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 yeah, 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 there, there. And then I dropped her back to her knees. You rotten little. She looked back at me, glaring, but before she could complete her sentence, I jammed my cock in her hole to the root, my balls bouncing off her super-sensitive clit. Her pussy exploded, her juices washing over my length, her pussy walls contracting, trying to repel the surprise border. Ginny's arms didn't stand a chance to respond and thankfully, the horse blanket was soft enough not to abrade her as she laid with her left cheek down, her arms splayed out in front of her. I had control of the back end. I left one arm around her, holding her up to where her knees didn't quite touch the floor as I began to do as ordered and that was to fuck her tight snatch until hell wouldn't have it. Ginny was moaning and speaking tongues or something as I had my way with her. With long strokes I plowed fro after fro, dropping and raising my hips, zigging and zagging, making sure there wasn't a square inch untouched in this neglected field. Sweat dripped of my forehead onto her perfect cougar ass, and I used my unoccupied hand to spread her cheeks apart. The sight of my cock plundering a tight pussy had always stirred my juices and the sight of her asshole, slightly gaping, opening and closing like it was gulping for air. I closed my eyes for a second, imagining what that experienced ass would feel like and that was enough to trip my trigger. Off your cock ginny hurry it. It's not often that I come so hard that it feels like I'm turning myself inside out, but I was out of control and Ginny was nothing but a rag doll, a sex toy that I had little regard for. I quickly snapped back to reality when a string of expletives that would have made a sailor blush came from the petite one below me, the one whose naked body was in convulsions, skewered on a lava-spewing monster that showed her no mercy. Her wrenching body only triggered my own defenses and we battled until exhaustion took us both. Late that night, George, George, honey, wake up, George. Huh, un, Ginny? What? Where? We're still in the barn stud, and I think we've been made, unless you got up and out another blanket for us. She whispered. I opened my eyes, trying to focus as I felt Ginny's hand wandering around the lower regions and I doubt she was trying to find her way out. What's the last thing you remember? I asked as I captured her roving hand in mine. The last thing I remember. Rolling over on top of me her tits nearly in my face. Is you fucking me like a madman while I held on like a bull rider that had somehow slipped underneath the bull and still managed to go the full eight? I thought I'd been fucked in my day, but holy shit, that was on a completely different level. In my younger days, I don't think I could take a regular diet of that. Giving into fact that we were still all alone, or at least once again, we were alone, I let go of her hand and rearranged her till we were nose to nose, her body laying on mine, my hands full of her sweet ass. I could see her smile in the dark, and she sighed as we kissed. Well, I'll take some of the blame, if there is blame to be had. That wasn't exactly love-making, that was just pure animal grovel and grind. I don't know what triggered it, but I didn't really think of anything except getting my rocks off. Well, I can attest to the fact that you did that, it's still running out of between my legs. Gonna have to wash a couple of blankets tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I moaned. Who do you suppose covered us up last night? Well, knowing that crew, I'll bet it was all four of them, or at least they all four know about it, and I'll bet there's pictures too. She sighed, trying to capture my cock between her muscled thighs. And video. I said. Yeah, there is definitely video. She giggled. Something about a mature, stone-cold foxy lady giggling does something to me, and she giggled more as she caught me between her legs. Well, I suppose we ought to sneak off to bed before we get caught again. I stretched pretending to be oblivious to her stranglehold. 
It'll be hours before the sun comes up. She whispered seductively, her hands on my shoulders, now rubbing her entire body up and down mine. I grabbed her by the cheeks once more and kissed her hard and then rolled her onto her back. The more we kissed the shorter her breath got and the longer my dick got. I threw the blanket off us and moonlight washed through the barn, lighting her sumptuous body. Ginny's eyes glowed and she chewed on her lower lip, another little thing that pushes my blood south. You know, there's one last thing we could do to make tonight complete. She smiled. Both my eyes and my cock got bigger. Come up here and let me suck your cock and get it good and wet. Between that and all the natural lube we made earlier, it's gonna be a smooth ride. Ginny made good on getting me wetter and harder, if that was possible. Backing off and on my haunches, I watched with awe as the older woman spread her legs obscenely and ran two fingers into her soaked cunt and transferred our juices to her ready ass. Satisfied that all was good to go, Ginny pulled her legs up, hooking her arms behind her knees and bent herself nearly in half. Her happy puss and hungry ass were proudly displayed. Come on, big boy, stuff your old cock into Auntie's ass. I love to be ass-fucked, but I've never had one this big, so be gentle. She winked. Oh, I was gentle. After last night, I was downright loving. Ginny easily took all of me, and she would have clapped had her arms not been busy holding herself open. Firmly ensconced and comfortable, I took control of her strong legs, my hands on the inside of her knees and I proceeded to make love to this wonderful woman. Ginny spewed numerous I love yous, I love your cock, I love your cock in my ass, etc. Her hands were busy twisting her nipples and squeezing her tits as I stroked my pulsing member in and out of her talented asshole. Before long, her ass began to spasm and she began to moan and the horses stirred and I lost it one more time, flooding her ass with my hot cum Ginny was speechless as her body convulsed once more, her climax peaking and she cried out before she fainted away. I carefully straightened out her legs, my cock still enjoying the ebbing swarm of contractions in her ass. Her nectar dribbled out between her pussy lips and I thought briefly about sampling that sweet snatch once more, but figured that Ginny had had enough, at least for now. Thanksgiving morning the sun tried to penetrate the blackout curtains in the motor coach, and an insistent warm and supple naked body was trying to wedge herself onto the single bed I occupied at the front of the motorhome. Morning, stud. My beautiful Brit whispered softly as she spooned against my backside. You smell faintly of gardenias. She sniffed as she nibbled at the back of my neck. If I recall, Becky's Aunt Virginia wears a gardenia fragrance, but this is different. It's weaker like it's mixed with, oh I don't know, maybe SEX? Could that be right? She asked softly, now raking her fingernails gently up my side. I tried to fake sleeping, but we both knew that wasn't going to work, she continued. So you didn't waste any time getting a little bit of, now what did Katie call it, prime puntang? Where does she get this stuff anyway? She nuzzled me some more and then nipped at my shoulder, forcing me to wake up. Let me sleep, I grumbled, trying to burrow into the back of the couch. I think we've let you sleep enough. It's nearly ten and Ginny's up and humming and skipping around the kitchen, putting Thanksgiving together. You might as well give up and face the music, Buster, she said louder, no longer concerned about my sleeping or lack thereof. I gave in and rolled over onto my back, my statuesque lover and I now face to face. She gave me a quick kiss and rubbed my chin. You need some mouthwash and a shave. Actually, you just need to get up and take a shower. Come on, alley-oop. Standing up and grabbing my arm to pull me out of the sack. Okay, okay. I grumbled as I stood and turned toward the bath area, but not before reaching out and giving her magnificent derriere a loving caress. Motorhome showers are quick because of the limited amount of water and waste storage, 
but I thought I would get at least a little time to regroup before the inquest began. I was wrong. The plastic accordion door of the shower did little to keep Maya Moore from giving me the third degree. So how was she? Britt asked bluntly. I turned the water back on to rinse my hair, a lame attempt at stalling. She looked hotter than I thought she would. Even Becky didn't have a clue she was so well-preserved. She giggled. I'm sorry, that was wrong, but for someone her age, she is pretty fucking gorgeous. Oh, and a shaved pussy? Well, that kind of surprised U.S. Katie was actually disappointed that she didn't have a full bush. She said she wanted to see the real thing, not just in an old porno. I remained silent and stalled some more, now overstaying the allotted time for a camp shower. Come on, babe, she said, opening the shower door, still naked as the day she was born, holding a towel. We all figured that this would be the way it would go, and to tell you the truth, I'm kind of jealous. I bet she was all kinds of fun, so come on, how was she? All right, all right, I said, taking the towel and stepping into the hall and beginning to dry my hair. As you know, I don't like to kiss and tell. Huh? She gasped. There was kissing? She smirked. Do you want me to tell you or not? Sorry, I'll behave. That'll be the day. I scoffed. Anyway, without going into the details. Oh, there'll be details. I stared at her and raised an eyebrow, kinda, huh? Sorry, continue. So again, without details. No interruption. On a scale from one to ten, I'd have to give her a, hmm, nah, that doesn't work. Let's just say she was well. She was fucking spectacular. I thought that might suffice, but in reality I knew better. It took about a half an hour, what with the interruptions for clarification and all to get through the events of the previous evening. Wow, you hit all three bases in the same night? Pretty impressive, and I'm kind of surprised she liked anal so much. I didn't think her generation was into that. Yeah, well, I think she was a bit of a standout in her time, and from what I can gather, her sister, Becky's mom, she was probably right there with her. In fact, they have matching tattoos, I said as I slipped into a pair of shorts. Wow, that's kind of backwards, Brit replied as she slipped on a pair of her silk running shorts, not missing the fact that she was going commando. None of us, in the generation that seems to be all about skin art, have any ink, but Becky's matronly aunt has one. Where is it, and what is it? First off, I don't think I'd use the word matronly around her. I'm sure it means the same as mature or something like that but the first thing I think of a matron as being an old woman, and as I told her, the calendar doesn't really apply to her. As far as the tattoo, it's a tramp stamp of a rose, she said that Becky's mom has a matching one. That's too cool, Britt said, pulling the sleeveless tee over her head. It was nice and snug and her nipples poked out proudly. So last night, as I dug around for a shirt, I take it that it was you that came out to the barn and threw the blanket over us. Oh, it was all of us. She giggled as she bumped me to the side and picked out a shirt for me. You won't believe how long we all sat there in the living room and waited until we figured you'd done the deed, or maybe you'd fallen into the well, so we finally figured it was the right thing to come looking for you. She laughed at herself. I don't think they even have a well, but we really didn't expect to find you, well, like we found you. You were kind of spooning her, and she had her leg kind of splayed out, and your dick was kind of lying there, just kind of pointing at her pussy, which was all red and puffy. We figured that you must have really gone at it. She looked pretty well fucked, and she had a smile on her face. I looked around for something to put on my feet. I can't even remember what I wore yesterday. So, you said Ginny is up and around. Uh, what's the situation there? The situation? Britt laughed, tossing me a pair of flip-flops. That's a good word for it. 
cause after we tucked you two in for the night, we sat back down worried about how this morning would go. Becky woke up first. Well, she and Katie, they shared a bed, and when she peeked into Ginny's room, there she was, snuggled up like nothing had gone on the night before. Becky said she even tiptoed in to see if you were in the sack with her. After that, she came in and checked to see if you had crawled into bed with Gina and I, but, giving a big sigh of resignation, it was just us, so she saw fit to wake us, cause I guess her and Katie were up, so why not us? Anyway, we searched the rest of the house and couldn't find you, so I went out to see if you were still in the barn or in here. That was a couple hours ago, you were snoring like a locomotive, so I just left you alone. Anyway, she continued, we were in the kitchen, scrounging for something for breakfast when Aunt Ginny came in, and she kind of stood in the doorway and cleared her throat and was looking down at the floor. She had on the cutest little pair of flannel pajama shorts and a matching top. She looked like a little girl standing there waiting to be scolded or something. I kind of felt sorry for her for a second, but she looked so damn cute, barefoot and all. Coming up for air, she continued. So we all kinda just stood there, all quiet and all and Ginny finally looked up and she looked at Becky and you could tell she wasn't certain at all how this would go, but Becky just gave it a second and broke out into a big smile and swooped in and picked her aunt up and gave her a big hug. I heard myself let out a big sigh of relief. So what about after that? Oh, my bubbly blonde giggled. You want to know what Ginny told us about your performance last night? No, it's not so much that, cause you know. Straightening up my back, throwing my shoulders back. There was never a question about my performance. Eliciting a snicker and a roll of the eyes. I guess, well I mean, I kind of wondered how much detail Ginny went into. Or, well you know, you girls can't keep anything to yourselves, so. God, you're such a girl. Britt laughed, stepping into my arms and laying a big wet one on me. We all knew what went down, you know, in the grand scheme, but no one asked or offered any juicy details. I think it was just all a big relief, you know, no more tension I guess you'd call it. I think that Becky and her aunt may talk about it more. Ginny seemed very much at peace if that makes sense, kind of like a big weight had been lifted off her shoulders. I wasn't going to mention Ginny's plans for the store and the rest of it as I had made a promise, but I felt a bit of weight fall off my shoulders as well. It seemed like all was well and my stomach growled. I'm starved. You know I missed dinner last night. You made that choice, Buster. But come on, let's go get you some breakfast. Taking my hand and leading me to the door. We walked hand in hand toward the house and I was still a bit apprehensive. So, there was no inquisition for Ginny, like you grilled me earlier? She nodded her head no. I'm kind of surprised that the others didn't want to pry a little, especially Katie. But then I'm sure you'll give them a recap of our conversation later. Britt squeezed my hand as we took the steps up to the porch and she turned to me before opening the front door. Her beautiful blue eyes looked into mine as she held both my hands in hers. Oh yeah, you know I'll tell the girls your story, but really, I don't need to because we watched it live on Becky's laptop last night. She placed a kiss on my stunned face and then giggled and turned and opened the front door. Continue in the next part.